MMR's President Seed Podcast is brought to you by Acme. Get more from your store with Acme's Fresh Pass program. Acme Markets. Fresh food, local flavors. 93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show Podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's News Update with Kathy Romano. All right, here we are, June 15th, a Thursday. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Pennsylvania Governor Josh Shapiro provided more details on Wednesday about the work that will be done to reopen I-95 in Philadelphia. During a news conference, Shapiro said the plan is to fill the gap with backfill and then pave over it to create a temporary roadway and get the highway open again. Philadelphia-based contractor Buckley & Company has been hired to do the work. The same company rebuilt a section of I-95 in Port Rip- Richmond following a 1996 arson. Shapiro said they expect the first loads of backfill to arrive on site Thursday. Secretary of State Mike Carroll said the backfill is a lightweight material, a recycled glass type product that is reusable. Yeah, they finished the demo. Yeah. They, they got it yeah. done. Unbelievable. Uh, from, from what I saw, they're going to be finishing today. it today. They'll be finished today. Crazy. Yeah. There's so much. Moving. They, they are really, they're nonstop working on that. Yeah, and it should be celebrated because there's so yes. much that you can complain about. And here's yep. something where they're really taking the proverbial bull by the horns and moving ahead at a lightning speed. Yep. Uh, I mean, they're smart. They have to. They've got to get 95 yeah. opens. It's going to be engineered in a way that will be completely re- reliable for the traveling public, said Carol. There will be three lanes open in each direction while the state then works to rebuild a permanent bridge to replace the section that collapsed. As for the remains of the current bridge, Shapiro said demolition is expected to be completed Thursday. I think they're saying a full monorail system by next Tuesday. No, stop. Yeah. Come mm-hmm. on. Um, so, okay, so, so does that... Um, I guess then the road below it is going to be gone for a little while, right? Uh, we would assume. If they're filling in yeah, they're and filling in that area. right there. This is to get the 95 traffic No, on I that. know, yeah, but yeah. I'm just saying it fell onto the, to yeah. a road that was, you know, people traveled on. So I'm, I'm assuming that's gone. Uh, and then they're just going to build on top of it so they can keep that opened uh, underneath while they build, Did right? Did anyone bring that up? Or, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, well, yeah. yeah. And then eventually the lower part will be redone. But the yeah. top, top right. part first, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so for a little while, uh, while they do this, that's going to be... Uh, you're not going to obviously be able to travel across. Uh, so there will, uh, as for the remains of the current bridge, oh, Shapiro said it'll be done today. Uh, Shapiro and other officials said the work will be done as quickly as possible, but they gave no timeline. Uh, so for now, I-95 will remain closed in both directions for weeks. The Philadelphia Zoo is investigating why all five meerkats at the zoo died this month after an apparently accidental poisoning. Rachel Metz, the zoo's vice president of animal well-being, said a necropsy result were pending, but zookeepers suspect the poisoning was linked to the dye used to differentiate the near-identical meerkats. Uh, zoo management has launched a probe alongside the Association of Zoos and Aquariums and the U.S. Department of Agriculture. Something different happened, and we don't know what it is, Met said. Uh, gregarious and weasel-like meerkats are known for their playfulness and communal living style. They burrow for shelter in mobs of dozens. They communicate with purring sounds. They love crickets, beetles, and hard-boiled eggs. <laughs> the five meerkats had been at the zoo since February of 2000. 2013. Uh, animal activity logs obtained by the Inquirer showed that the mobs of meerkats were playful. Uh, for, they were playing for looking for worms inside of wiffle balls under the zookeeper's supervision on May 31st. The next morning, about a half an hour after having uh, their dye remarked for identification purposes, one of them was found dead. Minutes later, the others started showing signs of acute illness, uh, regurgitating food and vomiting black matter. Veterinarian staff intervened immediately and pumped their stomachs, but three others died within 36 hours and the last surviving meerkat died on Monday night. Any animal dying, you know, but the meerkats happen to be very cute and, you know, they're, 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 they're 
the stories about them and the way they interact at the zoo, they're very, very popular. playful. Yeah yeah, 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 they are popular. They said um, they've been using this dye for years. Yeah, uh, it's not like it's anything new, but that there was. Um, a case of, I, th- I believe, a small monkey somewhere in California. Responding the same way? Responding the same way. It was, I, I believe uh, the-, the monkey was pregnant and then the babies died, something along those lines. But there- mm. So there was some trace of something going on. Uh, but again, they were using this for years. So they're investigating. Jurors in federal court awarded $25.6 million to a former Starbucks regional manager who alleged that she and other white employees were unfairly punished after the high-profile arrest of two black men at a Philadelphia location in 2018. She Shannon Phillips won $600,000 in compensatory damages and $25 million in punitive damages on Monday after a jury in New Jersey found that race was a discriminative factor in Phillips' firing in violation of federal and state anti-discrimination. Uh, yeah, so I uh, saw this and then I immediately go to the comment section just to kind of see how people are feeling about this and what I didn't know. And, I, uh, and Kathy, you probably have um, the details here is this person was not the person who Correct. racially profiled these uh, two young men. Uh, she, this person was the regional manager that re- oversaw all those managers. Because so, a lot of people are like, well, you know, well, how is that fair? You know, they she racially profiled and like, no, 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 that's not the manager that called the cops on these two guys that were just trying to use the bathroom. Right. So in April of 2018, a Philadelphia store manager called police on two black men who were sitting in the coffee shop without ordering anything. Phillips, uh, then regional manager of operations in Philadelphia, South Southern New Jersey, and elsewhere, was not involved with the arrest. However, she said she was ordered to put a white manager who also wasn't involved on administrative leave for reasons she knew were false, according to her lawsuit. Phillips said she was fired less than a month later after objecting to the manager being placed on leave amid the uproar, according to her lawsuit. The company's rationale for suspending the district manager was uh, who was not responsible for the store. So she wasn't even responsible for the store where the arrest took place, Mm -hmm. um, was an allegation that black store managers were being paid less than white managers, according to the lawsuit. Phillips said the argument made no sense since district managers had no input on employee salaries. The lawsuit alleged that Starbucks was instead taking steps to punish white employees who worked in the area in an effort to convince the community that it had properly responded to the incident. In sports this morning... The Phillies beat the Diamondbacks 4-3, 10 innings last night in Arizona. The Phillies nearly wasted Ranger Suarez's strong start, allowing Arizona to rally from a three-run deficit to tie the game. But Nick Nick Castellanos drove in the go-ahead run with a sacrifice fly in the 10th, leading the Phillies to the win. Suarez pitched seven scoreless innings. The series wraps up this afternoon, and Aranola will get the start. The first pitch is scheduled for 3.40. In golf, the U.S. Open begins today. Rory McIlroy and Brooks Kepka, two of the central players in the two-year dispute between the PGA Tour and Live Golf, will tee off together when the 123rd Open begins at Los Angeles Country Club. McIlroy, the world's number three-ranked player, and Kepka, the newly crowned PGA Championship winner, will be joined by the 2021 Masters champion Hideki Matsuyama for the first two rounds. Tee-off is just before 5 o'clock. The tournament will be the first major to be played since the announcement of a partnership between the PGA Tour and the Saudi Arabian-backed Live Circuit. And that's what I have for you this morning. All right, thank you very much, Kathy. Just perusing uh, our activities for this Thursday morning. We have probably the most eclectic group of guests we've ever had. On, <laughs> we sure do on our show today. So we're, we're, I'm, I'm going to run down this list. We have locally 
John Reif, who is the head coach of the St. Joe's Prep Crew Team, they are headed to compete in the prestigious Henley Royal Regatta in England. Wow. And there's a, thir- a send-off party that's going on today. But this is like, this is the Super Bowl of crew. Yes. This is like the world, this is it's even bigger than that. It's like the World Cup thing. Yeah. And they have a shot at it, too, right? They, they're, like, I yeah. mean, they, yeah, they're they're a really good team. Right. Yeah, they just sent, like, 12 different uh, boats down to Sarasota for the Nationals uh, this past weekend. So we are going to talk to him uh, in the 8 o'clock hour. Then... We're going to talk to a guy who I actually had in the Bizarre File just the other day. His name is Randy Williams, and he is the Sultan of Slojamistan, <laughs> which is the world's newest nation, the Republic of Slojamistan. It's in it's in uh, um, New Mexico, I right. believe. Uh, so we're going to talk to him later on. And then after that, porn star Tori Black is going to be stopping by this morning. So well, this is a the, an interesting group of people that's going to be on the show And there's today. a meet too. Uh, that is true. How yeah. crazy. We're going to have Sabrina's Cafe, and so we'll have some giveaways in conjunction with that. And I think after all this... We need to uh, we need to drain some blood. We need a bloodletting. So we're going to do the blood drive tomorrow as we broadcast live. So <sighs> fingers crossed. Yeah, a lot happening yeah. uh, today between today and tomorrow. So uh, we hope you'll be a part of all of it. Uh, the signups for the blood drive are done, from what I understand. Yeah. Yesterday was the last day for that. So thanks to all those who have uh, committed to being a part of this year's blood drive. We want to raise a thousand units if we can do it. So hopefully we will. We'll find out tomorrow. Remember tomorrow we're going to break the record for the longest. Donut hole toss and catch. Yes, absolutely. Live on the airs. We we had one hell of a shot last year. Took a few attempts. It did. But we got it done. Yeah, I'm not even going to follow Casey's rule. I'm not even going to practice yeah, at home. Yeah. Me either. Yeah. Got to go in cold. No warming up. No. We'll just see if we can make it happen. But it, it was live uh, last year at the blood drive that, uh, that we set that record. We'll see if we can break it this year. All right, so outside of that, we got a bunch of things to get to. Otherwise, so we'll take a quick break. Come back in a second. The Entertainment Report and Super Questioner on the way. Stay with us. We'll be back in a moment. Is your phone an app hole? You know, full of useless apps taking up space? Well, get rid of them and get the WMMR app. You can listen to us wherever you go, get important alerts, and so much more. Because, after all, the world needs less app holes. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on, on the web. PrestonandSteve.com Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoop in and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at AcmeSwoopinandWinGame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Window Nation, you feeling the heat, mm, are you? High temps aren't the only thing that are getting you hot under the collar. Wait till you see those energy bills. The solution, call my friends at Window Nation for new energy-efficient windows. And right now you get 50% off any style window. Bows, bays, double hung, sliders, 50% off. Plus zero down, zero payments, and 0% interest for 24 months. And this week only, you can receive an additional 10% off. 866-90NATION or go to windownation.com and tell them we sent you. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. All right, let's give away a pair of tickets to Dorney Park and Wildwater Kingdom for the stupid question. And here it is. Which 
U.S. state claims to be the diner capital oh. of the world. Two one five two six three WMMR. Let's see if you know this. All right, which U.S. state claims to be the diner capital of the world? Call now. We'll see if you get through and get a prize. So it is the fifteenth day of June. There's a lot of decent birthdays today. We'll start in the musical category. Steve Walsh, lead singer of the band Kansas, solid voice, has seventy uh, or turned seventy two years old. Yeah, he's got a great voice. Yeah, absolutely. They were they were kind of beat up as being like a corporate rock uh, band uh, because they cranked that hit. Yes, you know and they're so, good. Yeah, they and are they withstood the, the test of time. Yep. So happy 72nd birthday to Steve Walsh. Also in the world of music, guitarist for Night Ranger, oh. Brad Gillis, turns a year older. He also played uh, when when Randy Rhodes died. Uh, he took took over for Ozzy or as a guitarist for Ozzy Osbourne. But great guitar player. I always love this song. Night Ranger's a guilty pleasure of mine. Whenever Jackie plays yes. him on Friday night, yeah, he's a Night I, Ranger. I always fan. text in or call him and just <laughs> love the fact that he does it. So uh, happy 66th birthday to Brad Gillis. Uh, we also have Helen Hunt wow. celebrating her birthday. It's a big one. She turns 60 years old today. What's the series she's in right now? Oh, I don't know. There's a series that, yeah, it's a limited series. On a streamer, I assume? Yeah, and I, for some reason, I is think it, it's kind of horror-y. Is it called Blind Spotting? Steve? That might be it. Yeah, okay. it's on uh, Stars. I've heard good things about it. Okay. Yeah. Um, but uh, Twister. Yeah, Twister is a classic. She won the Academy Award for that. No, she didn't. She did not. No, uh, but she was in As Good As It Gets, and I'm sure that there were some nominations or I think she won for that. that. Did she win she for that? She might have won for yeah. that, yeah. It's a great movie. It is. Uh, she turns 60 today. James Belushi has his birthday as well. Maybe well, he won an Oscar for Twister. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Uh, Red oh, he Heat. wasn't in that. He won it for Red Heat. Uh, uh, but uh, the principal about last night. Um, well, uh, according to Jim? Uh, yes. On uh, I was trying to think of the movie with him and, and Rob Lowe and Demi Moore. <laughs> oh, about last night? About last night. Yeah. Thank you. Yes. Yeah. You know what movie I love is... <laughs> That I really love is called Mr. Destiny. Yes, uh, and it's, it's like not bad. It's like this time travel kind of. It's a Wonderful Life type yeah. of a thing. And mm. uh, I think Linda Hamilton is his wife. I, think I, you I forget. Right. Anyway, yeah. it's it's kind of a cheesy movie, but Michael Caine's in it, and uh, yeah, for whatever reason, I love it. I vaguely remember that he's sixty nine today. Uh, it's Courtney Cox's birthday. Friends, friends. Uh, so yeah, she turns fifty nine years old today. You know, you know what? never ceases to crack me up. It's the footage. It's kind of a meme again now for some bizarre reason. But when her and Ross are dancing together on that show, do you remember that clip from Friends? No. And they do this this, this choreographed dance bit. Do you remember? remember Oh, yeah. It was like something from their childhood. Right, right. And and, uh, it's hilarious. Uh, So 59th uh, for Courtney Cox. Julie Haggerty uh, from the Airplane Movies has her birthday today. Do we have a clip case? Yeah, it's a long one, though. Okay, uh, here I'll play just a little bit of it. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, yeah. Sister Stewart is speaking. <laughs> we regret any inconvenience the sudden cabin movement might have caused. This is due to periodic air pockets we encountered. There's no reason to become alarmed, and we hope you enjoy the rest of your flight. By the way. By the way, is there anyone on board who knows how to fly a plane? <laughs> It turns into complete pandemonium on the plane, and there's a great moment in that where out of nowhere, yeah. just a, a topless woman, you don't see her head, you yeah. just see two boobs come by and start shaking in front of the camera and then go right off of the camera. Uh, Those were... 
It's the best. What? First boobs I ever saw. Really? Uh, yes. Wow. Uh-huh. Do you Why? know the original movie from where that whole script came is... There's a lot of times where it's line for line, and they just sat there and really ripped the movie apart mm. and just went after it. And it's so hilarious to watch the original. You can't watch the original now without hearing the airplane lines. Uh, she was also in What About Bob? Uh, a bunch of other movies she as well. The mom in the uh, recent uh, uh, Christmas story. Oh, that's uh, she, right. she, she took over from Melinda Dillon. Yeah, yeah. that was cute. Yeah, too. it was cute. Uh, she is 68 today. Neil Patrick Harris shares a birthday as well. Doogie. Doogie Hauser, How I Met Your Mother. He's Lot, great. Lots of great movies, obviously. I uh, saw that Mark Summers went to see one of Elton John's final shows with Neil Patrick Harris. Ah, no kidding. Yeah, Are they buddies? Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Uh, and a big birthday for him. He turns 50 years old today. Uh, it's also Leah Remini's birthday, uh, and she is 53. We just had... Um, Oh, her former co-star. God, why am I? Kevin James. Yes. I uh, was on the show last week, and we chatted a little bit about Leah Remini. They're still buds. She has a game show, too, that she's on the game show channel, I think I it is. I know that. Yeah. Okay. She's a good host. And still keeps up her fight against Scientology in a big way. She fights the good fight, man. Yep, she's 53. Uh, Jake Busey, he's been in our studio before. Yes, a lot of fun. Gary Busey's son. And he always plays a pretty weird, demented, or oddball character. It's his dad. There you go. Uh, he's 52 today. And and then, sorry, yes. real quick. Didn't he say, like, my dad knows what he's doing? Uh, yeah, Wasn't he say uh, yes. that at some point? And I believe a percentage of that. Probably. Uh, last birthday, it's Ice Cube's birthday today. Ice Cube turns uh, 54 years old today. He's been here, too. He's been in here? Yeah, he's oh, here yeah. with, with Kevin Hart. That's right. Man, God, we have had so many people on this program. It's, it's, it's too even, many to remember. I even forget the biggies. Yeah. Like Ice Cube. So happy 54th birthday to him. All right, we'll see if somebody knows the answer to this question, which U.S. state claims to be the diner capital of the world. We're going to go to Rich, see if we can get an answer. Yo, Rich, good morning. Good morning, it. Uh, good morning. Good morning to see you, Rich. <laughs> do me a favor. Good morning to me. see you. Which U.S. state <laughs> claims to be the diner capital of the world? That would be my home state of New Jersey. Jersey! Of course. Would have been my guess. Thanks, Rich. Hang on the line, bud. We're going to set you up with a pair of admission tickets to Dorney Park and Wildwater Kingdom. You can enjoy your favorite coasters and thrill rides in Dorney Park, family fun in Planet Snoopy, and over a dozen water slides in Wildwater Kingdom. And all for one admission price. You can get the best deal on admission tickets today at DorneyPark.com. Got a lot of stories to pass along to you. We'll start with this one. Shannon Doherty shared another video to Instagram on Wednesday, excuse me, documenting her battle with cancer. Last week, the Charmed star revealed that the stage four breast cancer she was diagnosed with in 2020 is spread to her brain. Uh, she wrote, uh, January 16, 2023, surgery. I had a tumor in my head. They wanted to remove and uh, also biopsy. I am clearly trying to be brave, but I am petrified. And the video shows her in a hospital bed with a gown and cap on, talking to medical staff. The fear was overwhelming to me, she said. And then she added, scared of all possible bad outcomes, worried about leaving my mom and how that would impact her, worried that I would come out of surgery, not me anymore. Yeah. This is what cancer can look like. So. She has that thing, and, and I, we all do it. I think when you're there with a doctor and you're you're nervously trying to converse and you don't know what's going on and, and anything, even if you're getting a test that you're not familiar with. And 
your heart goes out to her because she's clearly nervous, but she's trying to be pleasant and talking to the nurses. And yeah, it's, yeah. it's you know, it's tough. It's incredibly right. tough. Yeah, she's being very candid, too. Yeah, yeah. She's not sugarcoating stuff. Well, she's helping she's, people by doing that, she's, too. She's scared. Yeah. And and uh, and so she's, uh, she's documenting this along and, and maybe... Helping people to be proactive and getting tests done, and, uh, tests done like mammograms yep. and things like that ahead of time. All right, nine women filed a joint lawsuit in Nevada on Wednesday against Bill Cosby. This is goddamn ridiculous. <laughs> Each woman accuses Cosby of sexual battery, assault, and abuse between 1979 and 1992. Some in Las Vegas hotels, and that's important. So the women claim that Cosby drugged or attempted to drug each of them. While filed in federal court, the lawsuit cites Nevada's updated sexual assault reporting law passed this legislative session, which eliminated the two-year limit to file civil assault cases. Mm-hmm. So it, since it happened, some of these happened in Vegas, that's right. important. Right. latitude. Way, man, I read this, this entire news story that I got went through each and every case of these women. And it's the same. Yeah, it is. It's every time, almost it's the same with all of them. There's like a couple of them that yeah. that that vary a little bit, but for the most part, he handed them a drink at some point. He, he coaxed them in, yeah. hands them a drink, and at some point, they started feeling dizzy, started losing memory. Some people remember like him, you know, putting a pillow over them oh or something like God. that. But I mean, it's just like one after another after another of just. Like, he found this thing that worked for him, and he kept doing it. For years, uh, there were rumors that he had done likewise. He used to be a regular at the Hefner Mansion, the Playboy Mansion, Uh, going all the way back. Uh, Lawyers for the women said Cosby admitted to obtaining drugs to use on women with whom he wanted to engage in sex in a deposition. That was clearly, listen, however this works out, whatever the truth is, it seems that Having complete control over a helpless victim is what appeals to him because so. you don't think Bill Cosby could have gotten, right. you know, yeah. all that he wanted? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Wow, that's tough. All right, uh, different direction. Tom Holland is so gaga about his girlfriend Zendaya in a new video he just went off. The Hollywood Reporter, uh, he explained that he has no need for Riz. Which I is, didn't know what Riz was. It's bit British slang for charm. Right. Uh, because he's happy and in love. So he doesn't need no Riz. He has every reason to be. Yeah. He's awesome. He said, our relationship is something that we are incredibly protective of and we want to keep it as sacred as possible. I uh, said, we don't think that we owe it to anyone. It's our thing. And I bet he rizzes in his pants. He said <laughs> it has nothing to do with our careers. Uh, he continued sharing that he thinks Zendaya is arguably the most talented person I've ever met. Uh, Holland and the Euphoria star met on the set of Spider-Man Homecoming. He said, my first impression when I first met Zendaya, uh, she was the only person auditioning for MJ, and it was such a home run. I was so blown away by how unique her performance was, and also just so interested in the fact that as soon as she left the room... Uh, there was a unanimous decision that she was our MJ. I love the sequence in No Way Home when uh, Andrew Garfield shows up as his Spider-Man and she throws the role at him and she's asking, you know, do you have that tingly thing? And, and she's kind of testing him to see if he's really a Spider-Man. And it, she's so funny and, and it's done so well. Uh, he said, and obviously I'm very happy that she came in and tested that day. And I'm sure you can guess why. But no, she's fantastic, he says. So they're just happy. <laughs> so good. Isn't that lovely? Uh, so to, to celebrate uh, Pride Month, Harry Potter actress Miriam Margulies posed naked for the cover of British Vogue at the age of 82 years old. It is a hilarious picture. Is it? I haven't seen yes. it. Yes. 
So Wait. she's sitting in front of on on these uh, kind of see through plates like pastries and stuff like that, yeah. and two really big ones are covering up her boobs. Oh, okay, uh, it in my face. That's her. That's her. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so she's had her face farted in. It's it's really funny. Uh, she came out as a lesbian in the 1960s. Uh, and she said, I'm still a bit of a child. She said, I can't resist naughtiness. In the cover shoot, uh, the Romeo and Juliet actress can be seen sans clothing behind an assortment of pastries. Yeah, right. <laughs> well, a picture well, of it is great. What was the movie Schwarzenegger farted in her face on? Do we remember? End of Days. Was or... it? Okay. Yeah. I remember that movie. in my face. <laughs> yeah, so these, these big pastries have cream and, uh, <laughs> and cherries right in the middle. It kind of reminds me of, uh, was that Friday Night Lights? Where, yes, uh, uh, yes. Varsity yeah, no, uh, Blues. Varsity Blues, Mel and Ackerman. No. no. Or no, no, no. Uh, yeah, damn it, I know who you're Al- talking about. Allie Larder. Allie Larder. Yep. Comes in with her, yeah, her whip boobs all done up with thingy. whipped cream and everything. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of that. Uh, speaking about a role in Harry Potter, the actress spoke with candor. She said, for me, Harry Potter was important. Uh, I was very glad I got the part, and I enjoyed being in it and meeting all the people. But it's not Charles Dickens, she said. Uh, as for being a member of the LGBTQIA community, uh, she said, I think gay people are very lucky because we are not conventional. We're a group slightly apart, and it gives us an edge. We're good artists, we're good musicians, and I like being gay, she said. So uh, she is on the cover of British Vogue. Buck naked, except for a few pastries. I love the picture. At 82 years old, so that's awesome. Uh, Kevin Costner and Christine Baumgartner's divorce does not seem to be smooth sailing at this point. Court documents obtained by TMZ show that, according to their prenuptial agreement, Baumgartner had 30 days to move out of the house that the former couple shared. However, Baumgartner filed for divorce from Costner on May 1st and is reportedly still on the property. So that's a tough legal battle, right? When someone's already um, in a house like that, when you're going through a divorce and it gets contentious, um, it's very tough. I know that uh, people have gone through situations where the the law is actually, um, you know, if someone's there, it's hard to get them out. Yeah. It's in their favor. Right, right. Uh, the documents allege that she has not left because she's trying to force... Get away from me. <laughs> wow, she sounds like a Rizzo. <laughs> yeah, she does. Uh, she says she's trying to force the Yellowstone star to agree to various financial demands. Uh, a source told people that Costner has gone above and beyond what the prenup specified, including giving her an additional million bucks. We're looking at this aerial shot of his house. I mean, for Christ's sake. It's... it's yeah. Just gorgeous, right uh, on the beach. They were married for 18 years, by the way. But apparently it is not going very well. I don't want to talk to you. That's right. She doesn't want to My talk. My associate. Jennifer Aniston is not giving up on love. Uh, a source told, great news. A source told Us Weekly on Wednesday that the Friends actress believes she'll eventually meet the right person. Uh, she was uh, married to Brad Pitt from uh, 2000 to 2005. I want to kiss you. And Justin Theroux from 2015 to 2018. And the source added that the murder mystery actress is, going, is quote, not going to beat herself up if it doesn't happen because she's truly fine on her own. But she still believes in, in love. She believes in love. She's holding out for Mr. Wright, but she's not going to force it. What does it mean to you now oh, that you're struggling? What is I it? I kiss you. <laughs> oh, <boy. laughs> I want to kiss you. Hold up. Yeah, I want to kiss yeah, you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Back though. Hang on. <laughs> I want to kiss you. <laughs> Dude. Joe Namath. Poor oh Joe God. Namath. Just bombed out of his mind. I, I want to kiss you. I want to kiss you. 
I don't care about any of all this. <laughs> National television. <laughs> well, that's what calls me to kiss you. He quit drinking after that. Yeah. You remember during the uh, Kennedy uh, Nixon debate, he said the same thing. Um, no, <laughs> hey, I, I want to kiss you. Yeah. Uh, so just days after John Hamm admitted to being a Vanderpumper, uh, the Mad Men actor got the chance to play. Vanderpump Rules star James Kennedy in a scene from the season 10 reunion. Uh, Ham reenacted in this scene alongside John Slatterly, who played Tom Sandoval on Tuesday's episode of Watch What Happens Live. Oh, man. Uh, and Slatterly asked Ham, am I supposed to have an English accent? And Ham angrily called him a, quote, worm with a mustache and a poo-poo head. <laughs> That's what we've heard he's referred to as. You poo-poo head. Slattery is uh, is Papa Stark, right? Yep. Uh, wait, who is it? John Slattery is plays uh, uh, Tony Stark's dad. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh God, I was thinking of. I don't know why I was thinking of Game of, Game of Thrones when you said that. Oh well, yes, well, I can Arya see that. Stark. Yeah, Arya. Stark, the Stark family. Like, I don't know. He seems a little young to be Papa Stark. Yeah. Isn't uh, Doug Benson buddies with John Hamm? That's what we hear. Yeah, I think he's done a whole bunch of uh, Doug Loves movies and. Uh, um, I, I'm, it'd be cool to get John Hamm on the show. Yes, I, it he, would. He's fascinating. And he seems to be pretty light yeah. and easy to, Yeah, he know. does not take himself seriously. Yeah. Uh, according to Entertainment Tonight, Lily Rose Depp took social media Tuesday to wish her girlfriend, rapper 070 Shake, <laughs> a happy 26th birthday today. <laughs> I love that. Is that how you say your name? I don't I'm know. I'm going with if it, man. It, when, when I see names of performers... Uh, influencers, whoever that I do not recognize, and they're it's it's a different odd n- name. I just I never know how the hell you. I actually... saw it and I thought it's exactly the way you said it. Oh seven oh shit. That's um, that's what I'm going with. Uh, so she shared a mirror selfie of the pair together. Have you seen any of the clips? I saw a little bit of her show. Lily Rose Depp is on. Yeah. She's yeah. into like like almost like torture porn and stuff like that. Yeah, I mean, she looks like a million bucks on the show. I think it's on uh, on Max. Uh, idol is, is idol. it is yeah. it about her life no she, no no it's it's a it's it's not it's fiction it's yeah not okay. her at all yeah okay but but her character's really um oh i thought you meant her in real life no like, no no no, no. Torture porn. but okay her character is yeah okay. like right. really into demeaning stuff wow okay uh, according to the hollywood reporter james cameron has shifted the expected release dates for the forthcoming avatar sequels avatar 3 which was originally scheduled to be Released on December 20th of 2024, is now expected a year later, December 19th, 2025. I don't know how much more Avatar I need. Meanwhile, Avatar 4 is set for release in December 2029. And the outlet reports some of the industry have, in the industry have found December 19, 2031 release date for Avatar 5. Uh, they found it to be humorous, it says. Uh, one distribution executive said, I started sending people emails asking... What they're doing in 2031, and I told them, mark your calendars. Uh, Zoe Saldana, who stars as uh, Natiri in the franchise, responded to the news and social media saying, great, I'm going to be 53 when the last Avatar comes out. Uh, she wrote, I was 27 when I shot the very first movie. Uh, Sigourney Weavers plays a character in uh, this one that is uh, a young teenager, or, or, or at least a teenager. And, you know, so you can, you're timeless in those things. In the most recent one? Yeah, yeah, Okay, yeah. all right. Uh, CBS News reports that Rust, Armorer, Hannah Gutierrez-Reed 
was likely hungover <sighs> when she loaded the gun involved in the fatal shooting of cinematographer Helena Hutchins. I think that's a job you probably shouldn't be lit up for. Yeah, witnesses told prosecutors that Reed was drinking heavily and smoking marijuana in the evenings during the shooting of Rust. What do you do? Oh, I make sure guns aren't loaded. Mm-hmm. Uh, prosecutors said in a court filing, it is likely that defendant Gutierrez was hungover when she inserted a live bullet into a gun that she knew was going to be used at some point by an actor while filming a shooting scene uh, with the other actors and crew members. Uh, Gutierrez's, uh, Gutierrez Reed's lawyer responded to these claims in a statement that said the prosecution had so mishandled this case and the case is so weak that they're now resorting to character assassination tactics further taint the jury pool. It kind of amazes me that they went through with fi- with finishing this movie. Right. Uh, the investigation and prosecution has uh, not been about uh, seeking justice for them. It's been about finding a convenient scapegoat. Uh, Deadline reports that longtime friends Bradley Cooper and Will Arnett are going to co-star in the forthcoming film, Is This Thing On? Uh, Arnett co-wrote the script alongside Mark Chappell prior to the writer's strike, and Cooper is set to direct the pick. Plot buddies? De- uh, plot details are being kept under wraps for now. Yeah, apparently they're friends. Well, then we're friends with Will Arnett because uh, Bradley Cooper's one of our dear friends. Yeah, by association. Yeah, yeah. That happens, right? And then one last story. Deadline reports that Carrie Fisher's final movie, which was titled Wonder Well, will have a limited theatrical release beginning on Friday the 23rd. Uh, the Star Wars actress finished shooting scenes for the film. It's the unofficial sequel to Loverboy, right? In 2016. I don't think so. Uh, just weeks before she passed away at the age of 60 due to a heart attack, Vlad Marzavin, the director of the film, said from filming to screen, it has taken us seven years. The visual effects on a movie of this magnitude takes time, uh, but we're challenged with COVID lockdowns and, of course, the passing of our wonderful Carrie Fisher. You know, it's a, and it was observed by, not, I'm not the first one to observe this, but they had the opportunity to have Harrison Ford and Mark Hamill and Carrie Fisher together, at least for one scene in the most recent trilogy, and they never got to do it. What's that? No, the, oh, they, they never had them all together. No you know, kidding. they had all those oh. original components of yeah. the Star Wars legend, and they had not one scene where they were all three together. So the director said, now is the perfect time to share her magical on-screen moments as Hazel. So that is who she is portraying. The maid? Uh, yeah, maybe yeah. that's coming back. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. B? The Hazel. Show I got 19- plans for the Death Star, Mr. B. 1950s. All right, uh, we are ready to do some clips now. Ooh, these are not mystery. No, nope, fresh off the presses. All right. All right, so historical drama Outlander is back for the first half of its final season. And here, actor Sam Quagan talks about the show's extended run. It's been an amazing journey, honestly, with each other and with our fellow cast members and crew, but also with the fans, right? I mean, 10 yeah. years, it's been, a, it's been an epic journey. So we're excited for this week when it's finally out. I don't give a f- the seventh season of Outlander <laughs> releases tomorrow on Stars. You Seven. have been talking about this season so much because, and you're you're not. Ha- you said you weren't happy with seasons five through seven. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I've never heard of five through six. Before. I should say you're very excited about seven. All right, here's the next clip. All right, Wes Anderson has a very in-depth process for his mover movies, and here and his movers too, probably. I would imagine. All right, we want that couch in the bedroom. Uh, here, Asteroid City actor Brian Cranston talks about the steps after receiving the dense and confusing script. Here we go. When you see the cartoon, it'll it'll make more sense. 
and the cartoon is a, an animatic that he makes where he voices all the all the characters and you actually see the rudimentary sets that he's built and then you do your own homework and you bring some ideas in he goes I like these two maybe not that one and go faster 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 and you're getting closer and closer to what what he's envisioned I don't give a f- Asteroid City opens tomorrow, by the way. I like Wes Anderson a lot. I, I'm not always, like, I'm not always super thrilled by everything that he does, but it's always interesting to check it out. Yeah. I, uh, no, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't it's not my thing. I've, I've, you don't, you don't think you want to see it? Well, I just, I've, a, a few of the Wes Anderson movies I start and then I'm like, nah, doesn't yeah, speak to me. I hear you. You know, and I get it. I get, I, I, I think the, uh, visually they're really cool looking and they certainly have their own stamp of, uh, of style and he has a very specific style, but the kind of droning characters are a little bit not my thing. I completely you know? understand. So, but yeah. I, but I get it. I, I totally get it. I wish I liked him. I don't, I, don't want to, I don't think yeah. I want to see it. I like the parodies. I saw one yesterday of uh, Succession, as if it were done by Wes Anderson. Uh, and and there, there are a million of them floating around on Instagram, but the, that one made me laugh out loud. I got to see that. Yeah, it's good. I'll send it to you. All righty. Uh, we have a lot happening today. We've got a rowing captain. We have the <laughs> sultan of a new nation, and we have a porn star all on the program today. Yes. Yep, it's all Should happening. Should be very exciting. Right here. Uh, and we also have a meet and eat Sabrina's Cafe. Stop by, so we'll do some giveaways with that. We're going to take a break. Come back in a second. Stay right there. We'll be right back. Brent Porsche Saturday from 11 to 1 at the Fishtown Grocery Outlet as part of their two-day Go Grillin' giveaway in celebration of grilling season and Father's Day. One customer per hour will win a grill kit with an insulated tote bag, baby back ribs, burgers, and bacon-wrapped beef fillets. Grocery Outlet has everything you could want for this grilling season. Dude, we're going to have breakfast tacos this morning. Uh, no kidding. Sabrina's Cafe is bringing in breakfast tacos I- and... They're bringing in, hold on a second, stuffed uh-huh. French toast, chicken and waffles, and homies. Homies? What are homies? Is that, is that home fries? I'll bet that's that's probably be their fries. version of it. Okay. Um, I love Sabrina's. That's oh. like one of my favorite places. Really? I've never been there. All right, well, we'll do some giveaways uh, for friends uh, from Sabrina's uh, a little bit later on. So we're looking forward to that. Yay. We likey. Yeah. Um, Kathy, there's something you wanted to share with us. Oh, my gosh. Yes. Should so- we dim the lights? Uh, no, you don't have to dim the lights. Uh, you guys, you guys know how fanatical I am about my teeth. Yes, and uh, so I went. Gorgeous. To, I went to the dentist the other day, and uh, you know, I had my cleaning and my checkup and all of that. And I was extremely disappointed by something that happened. So, uh, you know, when you leave, you get your goodie bag, you get yeah. your toothbrush, you get your toothpaste, yeah. a little dental floss. Mm-hmm. They don't give out goodie bags anymore. <gasps> what? Exactly. And hold on. Just at your dentist? I, I mean, they definitely don't at mine. I don't know. Because at mine, they open up the closet and go, what do you want? <laughs> and they so, start, it's like uh, the price, or it's like uh, the old Wheel of Fortune. Oh, you just really? get to pick things. It's yeah. Fun. Man, that's awesome. Yeah. And it's even more disappointing to me because I wait for the toothbrush that I get from this dentist. <laughs> it is 
<laughs> so I, I've been doing this for years. I use the automatic toothbrush at night, and then in the morning, I use a regular tooth toothbrush, and I use the toothbrush from my dentist's office. It's soft. It's like the perfect toothbrush. I love it when I travel. I mm-hmm. take it with me. Uh, one one time, they gave me two. So I had like a travel <laughs> toothbrush, and then I had the toothbrush that it kept at you home. Did, you didn't mention this to them? Or you, no, I, so you I did. You up I, a stink? No, I did. So what I, is this I, crap? I, I asked her, Steve, and she, she looked at me, she goes, I know. She goes, everyone is so disappointed. We're not giving stuff away. And I don't know if it's because the sales reps are now not giving the dentist sure. the toothbrushes. They don't, they don't they, give them. They sell them. And that's why your, your, so dentist, is too, your dentist is too cheap to buy these. Uh, time for a new dentist? Uh-huh. Really? Time yeah. for well, a new dentist that actually cares about their patients. I, like, I am, and I'm, I'm more disappointed in, not that I'm not getting the free toothbrush, but that specific one. And they don't, I can't find it. Like, I can't find it at Target or any Do you know places. what brand it is? It's a Colgate brand. Okay. And it's like a, a super soft, um, has super soft bristles on it. And and right. I, I don't know if it was something that was, you know, that just the dentist got, and that's where you could get it. But I so far haven't been able to find it. I searched Amazon, and I did find it one year on Amazon, but I can't find it now. What? I know. But- I'm so upset. So it is one specific type of Colgate a toothbrush that you adore. Not, your dentist has elected to not purchase them. For You have to be a stellar client for that dentist, and he's not... He's turning his back on you. I, well, I will or say, she's turning I will back. say, a larger company bought uh, the whole <gasps> dentist office. I'm yeah, wondering it if it has right. something to do with yeah. that. Son of so, a bitch, Kathy. On your drive home, uh, how much thought did you put into switching dentists? <laughs> no, no, really. I, but you know why? It's like uh, the same thing with like a hairstylist or like my eye doctor. You're loyal or the king well, of brows. I mean, loyal and and I trust them. Yeah, sure. You know what I mean? Yeah, I've been going to the same dentist for like 15 years or whatever, and they're in Center City. It's not at all convenient oh, for oh, me. God, but I uh, but I I'm loyal. And I love them. And, and Kathy, I get free goodie bags. Uh, there are a number of people texting in, Kathy, saying the same thing. Getting screwed out of your goodie bag? This one, this one says, went to the dentist yesterday. No goodie bag either, but offered coupons. Yeah. Coupons. Coupons for what? Wipe my ass with coupons. You literally could wipe your ass with yeah. coupons if you were in a pinch. There was a little basket at the checkout where it had the travel size toothpaste. Then it said, please take one. But I have no toothbrushes. <laughs> My toothbrushes weren't there. I think there. they should give you complimentary scones. <laughs> Something. I mean, that when, you, when you're looking forward to it. And by, by the way, they're looking to promote. Have you ever had? You have not had a cavity or anything, right? I, no, I have, I have a cavity. What? Yeah. what? I, I, I have a cavity, well, that what you said? I, I think I might. Well, I had one when I was a kid, like a, a bad one. Like it was a big one. Really? I actually, yeah, I know. And But it, when I go in, if they tell me that I have a cavity, it's like not a good day. Like a couple of years ago, I had. they said I had a little one. Remember, I went and I had to get it um, drilled with no Novocaine. Right. It happened to Jason. Right. And then like a few weeks needles, later, it happened right. to me. No, no. They just said it's so little. We don't have to give you the Novocaine. We're not going near the... Um, I have so much lead in my mouth, I could set off a Geiger counter. Absolutely, probably. yeah. Uh, here's a text. It says, mine too, Kathy. Uh, are you... St- are used to get a brush... Okay, this I think they misspelled it. I used, used to, to. I used to get a brush, mouth, rinse, and floss, and now nothing. Nothing. But they do have chapstick, which is mint and burns. <laughs> that sounds good. It's mint and it burns. Yeah. Who doesn't want that? I used to, when you were a kid, I used to get, I used to love getting the Tuffy Tooth. Toughy Tooth was your toothbrush, and there was like a special sort of candy or so, some type of thing, like a mint or something you'd put in your mouth, and it would highlight the areas on your teeth that you weren't brushing properly. Oh. Do you remember those? No. Toughy Tooth. Yeah. And it had a comic book and everything. There's some more people saying, Kathy, I feel your pain. I can't find the same toothbrush that I get at my dentist. 
Uh, yeah, okay, Take, hang on. Read that message from the guy who's getting a limb amputated today, Preston. He says he can he can understand what Kathy's going through. <laughs> let me go to let me go to Amy who works for a dentist. Hi, Amy. Good morning. Good morning. How what, are you? Good. What's up, Amy? Okay, so I work for a dentist in Haddonfield, New Jersey, and um, we do give out goodie bags and toothbrush, toothpaste, floss. Um, we also give out chapsticks, too. So. Would you like a new patient? Would you like a Kathy Romano to be your patient there? Absolutely. We are the best office around. Mm. Um, yeah, so we buy our supplies. They don't give them to us for free. And, um, yeah, so every time you come in for your six-month checkup, you I get would... a goodie bag. New patients get swag bags. We swag get, bags? Yep. Swag bags. Oh, I thought you said flag, flag bags. bags. Like this is look at that. That's Czechoslovakia. So is it do you think it's just that the Ooh, what flag am I gonna get this time? Ooh. That the company isn't buying the products? Like that's just it? Yeah, yeah. I did Arab Emirates. Wow. It's not cheap to buy them, right? But we do buy them. We provide. Amy, them. I, I always assume that the, the the companies sort of gave those out to Me promote too. their products, and and so that was sort of Same. the understanding. Some do, but um, Colgate and Oral B do not. Um, we do buy them. So, like, if there's like Sensodyne or um, some other like little promotional things, we give they, we get those. As samples. Getting yeah. getting getting tchotchkes from a place. Thank is, you, Amy. Uh, it's, <laughs> it's nice. It's nice. I like I, it. Yeah, I like the yeah. little. I like the little things that you yeah. get sometimes, mm-hmm. and they. It's more just the gesture. Well, you know? even when the MM Army is out somewhere and they have like things they're coming on the to your table. neighborhood. No, yeah, but they'll have like you know a table set up with with things to yeah. give away. People love it, and sometimes and Kathy, it's like a squishy ball. I will, I will laugh like it's season three of some show yeah. that was canceled eighteen years ago, yeah. and somebody, oh my god, Casey, didn't I am work for a toothpaste company at one point? And I'm not going to say who or anything yeah, like that. Yeah, but... you know, and that's how I know that like these people aren't buying it. And, right. and... I am so surprised. I yeah. always thought that that was promotional. Part of a, you know, yeah, promotional. No, that's what she did. And, and therefore, you know, the uh, the patient gets this free stuff. They try it and then they go buy it. That's mm-hmm. what I thought the whole Preston. thing behind it was. So I, you gave me, you gave all of us a ton yeah. of stuff. Yeah. And that's yesterday. I was mentioning was the day before about this bubblegum toothpaste that was awesome. That came from Diane. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm, I'm like spare. I'm using that sparingly because it's so awesome. <laughs> you know what is also great about the the goodie bags. Travel size stuff. Travel yes. size. I love. I love little travel I size know. stuff. What other places give you little? Little travel size versions or just of things. Little, little things to, for coming in and doing the deal. Does, the proctologist should give you a goodie bag. Well, Nick, you say your your uh, a pediatrician did right as a little kid, didn't oh, you? Yeah, uh, yes, uh, my pediatrician get? did. But then also Ben's uh, dentist when he went to the pediatric dentist, and this was the one out in Collegeville. I'm happy to give him a plug because they had a massage chair set up. So you would go into the like as a, wow. a parent, you drop your kid off, they uh, you know get their teeth drilled or whatever, and they have to deal with severe pain. Meanwhile, you're getting a head massage. All right, good question. Who else hands out goodies besides yeah. the dentist? Right. Besides doctors. Uh, you need to let us know two one five two six three WMMR because nothing's coming to mind right I'm, now. I'm going to uh, I'm going to offer my doctor's uh, Chachki. This is from years ago when I was a kid. He would give out like big lollipops. Doctor Del Toro was his name, uh-huh. and Preston he chain smoked during my visit. Oh my god, uh, seriously! I swear <laughs> to God, Doctor Del Toro. He'd always come in and, th- and he'd look at me, and go, "Look at you, you're a brick." <laughs> now, Doctor Mike offers you coffee. And a warm towel. Yes. A warm towelette. Yeah, He's listening, by the way. He texted me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they got to restock on those kind bars because I miss those. 
They had kind bars? They used to. Okay. Pre, right. Pre-pandemic. You're listening, Dr. Mike. You know this, right? Um, but I'm trying to think. Of, Mike didn't like my idea of handing out a, a, a sockeye salmon. When, no. Well, when, you would, uh, when you would go to the bank back in the day, you could get a lollipop. Lollipops. Lollipops were awesome. Some people call them taffies. Or pens. Uh, yes. At the bank. The dry cleaner. Or at least dry our dry cleaner, same thing, would have the lollipops. A murder bag. When Jace was little, <laughs> he would any if anyone was going to the dry cleaner, he'd be like, can I go? Uh, it was because they had lollipops. <laughs> did you like, do you like the, as a kid, you're excited. I don't know if they do it anymore or why they would do it, but the communal uh, breath mint bowl at a restaurant as oh, you're yeah. coming in and out. Yeah, yeah. You know, they still, those still are around. Do you still see those? Oh, yeah, yeah. But was they're just, sealed uh, individually, yes? We were at Fogo. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're yeah. individually. I remember places that didn't do oh, that. Yeah, totally. yeah. We went to We went to Fogo last weekend and uh, my son grabbed like a fistful of them on the way out. <laughs> and why do they taste the best? Is it because they're free? And Uka yeah. has them as well in uh, um, the North Wales area because we I, oh, I they like have Uka. tasty ones. Yes. Yeah, and the Susha. Susha? Susha. Sushi. Do you like sushi? Well, yeah, it's a new thing. Okay. It's a, it's a knockoff. They actually cook it. Uh, hang on, I'm going to go to Loretta. Hi, Loretta. Good morning. Good morning. What's up, Loretta? Um, I work for Dennis in Conchahawken. He's been there for like 30 years. We do give really nice toothbrushes out. <laughs> so if Kathy's looking for a new dentist, um, we're right by the Liberty Gas. Are they Colgate? Are they Colgate brushes? They are Colgate. Okay. They're Lee Trevino autograph, right? Lee Trevino. Extra soft. Yes. All right, and that extra soft. That might oh. and, and you guys are located where in Conchi? Right by the Liberty Gas Station on Butler Pike. Yeah, Dr. I know. Mark I know where that is. Dr. Okay. Dr. Dr. And he Dr. operates out of a gas station? Yeah, yeah. No. Perfect. Oh, oh, oh. Dr. Dugler, is that what you said? Dubner. Yeah, Dick Dugler. Dubner. Dubner. I love right. that. Well, All good right. for you for giving that out. Thank, Thank you, Loretta. I'll be by for a toothbrush. All right, we'll see. <laughs> I liked in the bank drive throughs where they would have dog biscuits. I always thought that that was nice. Mm. Yeah, in some uh, ice cream places, will have little uh, doggy. Yeah. Ice cream yeah, that's cute. Cones. But you that's like not dog. that's not a goodie bag, though. Right. You know, you uh, just the, a treat. Yeah, something get, that's a little. Hey, thank you for your business. And here's a little. Here's a little amenity, a little um, thing to make your visit that much more memorable. It, it might be just dentist because I, I don't I know what right. kind of response we're getting. Hang on, we got the good doctor on the line. Medicine in Fox 29, Dr. Mike Serigliano joins us. Dr. Mike, good morning. Well, what you guys are experiencing, Kathy, is the corporatization of healthcare. That's what's going on. Well, damn and, it. And the, you know, the, the, the problem is, you, you said it, they were bought. I, I don't know the circumstances, but, you know, the way I get around all of that is by dealing with uh, my, you know, if you, if you look in my waiting room, uh, I, I went to patients of means and I said, look, I want to offer a very high level quality patient focused experience uh, without being a concierge doctor. I, I don't charge anybody anything but a copay. And, and so that's why we have the hot towels pressed. And that's why when you call, you get someone on the phone. Yes. I, I'm worried about the future uh, because it's becoming very algorithmic, very based on uh, the bottom line. And that's not what healing and healthcare is all about. They call, and, it, they call it corporate capture. Now, let me ask you. Uh, you so it is a wonderful experience when you visit and, you're, and you're, your 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 waiting room is very nice and there's a, a TV on and there's amenities. 
Uh, is there something that you uh, had offered but decided not to offer because it might have been a little off, a little bit of a mistake? Like, I know that you, you didn't like my sockeye salmon thing, so I... <laughs> But but uh, what 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 had you offered? Or, or is there something you would like to offer but just can't because it's cost prohibitive? Well, I, I, you know what's really uh, cool? Is Nick just mentioned the massage therapist. Uh-huh. We're going to get a massage. <gasps> oh, and that's we've sensational. Get, we've been trying to get a massage therapist, uh, but you know because of and and you know this, it's it's hard to get people in general. So now we have a whole new full accoutrement of folks. We have a great team, and now uh, we can uh, go back to doing that. You're the best, uh, but, and, and we love but, you for doing that. Would you ever consider adding a go-go dancer? <laughs> like in a cage? Yeah, yeah. That type of thing? In the waiting room. I, I, okay. thought, I thought you'd be excited with the KY warming gel that I offer. <laughs> yes, yes. That's right. Like it comes out of one of those lather machines that you'd find at a barbershop. You mention that, Preston. I always give you a, a little bag with KY warming. It's tingling. Mm, I love it. Nice. It does tingle. All right. Anyway. You're the best. I love you. We, we love, love you, Dr. Mike. Thank you. He, and he's, he's again, he gives one of a dying breed. He gives a rat's ass about his patients. It makes a big difference. Yep, he definitely does. Uh, let me see here. By the way, Kathy, I, yeah. I think that you, personally, how long have you been going to this dentist? Uh, probably since I moved to Conchahawk and when I started working with you guys. I think that you have such a radiant smile that they should be, they should just buy toothbrushes for Wait, you. Wait, so my, my dentist, the, the, the guy uh, that I had been seeing for years, he actually said to me, he goes, you can tell anyone you want uh, that you come to me as a dentist. Right? He goes, even though I have nothing to do with that smile, he's like, tell them, tell them I'm your dentist. When Kathy <laughs> does her biggest smile, you literally, yeah. even though you don't audibly hear it, in your mind you hear that bling yeah. noise. <laughs> That is associated with someone with a crystal clear, beautiful, shiny smile. Yeah, at this um, point, shouldn't they be paying you? That's what I'm thinking. That's what I was saying about that and the toothbrush. Yeah. <laughs> well, that between that, right? And your gynecologist. There it is. is the same thing, right? That's when Kathy right? smiles. Right. By the way, Kathy, right, can, tell- can you do your half smile for me again, please? Wait, what was that? What was that? Remember, you, you had said uh, I can't not show you my can't teeth. not show yeah. the full smile. Yeah. Oh, it's creepy <laughs> as hell. <laughs> Yeah, don't do that. Like, like I can't. It's like not... the Evil Dead. <laughs> I don't. Want you I to have do that. to smile big. If you do that, do it towards Steve because I don't want to see it. No, no. Mom, do it. That's awful. I can do. That's disgusting. <laughs> um, well, thanks, guys. <laughs> it, it, it raises insincerity to a new level. Yes, uh, yes, it does. I'm going to go to Marianne talking about what other what other companies or organizations will actually give away swag bags. Hi, Marianne. Good morning. Hi. Thank you for your cervix. Oh, <laughs> for, your, for cervix. your cervix. Yes, our pleasure. What's happening, Marianne? Oh, my God. So I, I work for a... Um, insurance agency, Bodie Borderman Insurance, four locations. Oh, my God. And, and we give a ton of swag. We have canvas bags. Ooh. We have mouse pads. We have the ID card holders. We have pens. We have magnets. Everything your heart desires. You know what? You're right. So that's another industry, Preston. And and, and do people, I assume people respond very favorably to that, Marianne, correct? Oh, my gosh. Yes, yes. Pandemic. Uh, during the pandemic, we couldn't get the mouse pads, and they're two-year mouse pads. They're what about calendars? They, they blow up after two years. And- <laughs> <laughs> those are cute. I, I, I get things, and, and thank you, by the way, Marianne. I appreciate that. Um, I, I, those things, a lot of those things, I'll just kind of discard. 
But a toothbrush I will actually use. I know. I brush what, my teeth with a mouse pad. What would be, would it be odd for an insurance company or something like that to give you toothbrushes? <laughs> you know what I mean? Well, something, so here's the deal. You know, it's another industry that does it. Travel agencies. Oh, yeah, they'll send you tons of swag when, if you book through them. So I'm going on a, on a trip for, in, in, uh, in a couple of weeks. And uh, the the company sent me a little a little passport wallet and huh. all these little okay. things. So they're sending and me you know, little. You know what would work for them is travel size little uh, shampoos, right? And and, uh, and things like that too. Lube as yeah. well if you that, that's I your mean, thing, right? Cialis. Yeah. I'm so glad you guys are having this conversation. Just last night we had an open house at Phil Abundance, and everybody got a little bag as you walked out. I went home, opened it up, Preston. It was a wooden spoon, a spoonula, and a whisk. Ah, all for food, all and food related. Yes. I like that. <laughs> My two favorite kitchen utensils. I like. That. I mean, what about Preston and Steve toothbrushes? Yeah. We've um, actually we had good trash um, That's not had a bad e- idea. I'm working on one. Yeah, Eric and I have been working on one for a long time, and it finally might be coming to pass very soon. I'm saving. I'm not going to tell you what it is. I think we have a really cool chotch. Is it a sockeye salmon? It's not a sockeye salmon. It's, it's, it's nothing that will rot or that you have to put in your refrigerator. <laughs> Steve, don't let that idea go, though. No. Yeah. Um, camp out this year. Hold on. But what about Preston Steve toothbrushes? Yeah. I like that. I, yeah. I love that. I like We'd that. We'd have I love to get that. Colgate toothbrushes, though. We need a rep for Colgate. We do. Casey probably could uh, track somebody down for my, us. My, yeah. um, well, or we don't even have to do that. I mean, we could just go online. And, uh, no, nah, but she wants quality. Yeah, I know. But she's doing the system that I do. I use the, the water pick, you know, uh, yeah. full full deal. At uh-huh. night. And then at night. Uh, yeah, so I actually do it in the reverse. Okay. I use the <laughs> toothbrush at night. So I'm, uh, I'm doing a little bit of research. All okay. right. Let All me right. go next to Chris. Hi, Chris. Good morning. Hey, morning, guys. How are you? Good. What's up, Chris? Uh, so hair salons, especially around Christmas time, giving out, like, travel size products. That's exactly right. I've never had a hair salon give me uh, tchotchkes before. Really? Yeah. Well, okay. Kathy, all the, 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 all, don't, don't your places do that? I you mean, buy not, it there. Yeah, no, not during the holiday season or anything like that, but, I mean, when we did the, the events, I mean, True Beauty gives us gives products. Her, yeah, right. We set that together, but normally for, when I'm... When I'm for, when I'm when I'm at a uh, at a salon, uh, they have all the products for you to buy there, yeah. so they're not going to give you anything. So, so Peyton, how does it? I mean, how, Chris, how does it work out with you? Okay, so I was in a salon in Langhorne. Now I work for myself, so okay. I don't do it as much because it's just me, and it's a little co- it's a little costly. I got you. Uh, okay, but our color companies would offer deals to get these like travel size, and we would just put together little packages, shampoos, um, hairsprays, okay. whatever. But travel size. Uh, for our guests that come in, and I actually work in education, and they'll give it to us too, the stylist. When you go to education classes, interesting. Okay. So, right. Yeah, we get a lot of swag. Uh, th- yes, I think it makes a difference. Thank you, Chris. Yeah. I do too. Uh, you, you mentioned the name Peyton. That's who's online. It's our former intern. Yay! Peyton. Hi, oh. Peyton. Hey. Hey, hey, guys. How are you? We're wonderful. It's nice to hear from you. Yes. Yeah. Uh, all right. So you had a little tchotchke story to share. Yeah, what my ex boyfriend worked uh, for a bank like as a teller, and he in the drive thru would give lollipops to kids uh-huh. or dog biscuits to, to dogs. ugly kids. <laughs> no, so, so give a dog biscuit to a kid on accident and didn't realize until after they pulled away. <laughs> you give a dog treat to a kid? Oh my god! Okay, yeah. so we, we we assume Peyton that if somebody has a dog in the car, that's when you put the dog treat through, correct? Yeah, 
right. yeah, traditionally, I think that's the idea. Okay, I mean, you just don't randomly guess they have a dog at home, so that's part of the deal. Right. I like that, right. I, to have that, and I've been at banks where they put lollipops through, yeah. and that's, yeah. actually, I did, we were at one a while ago where, it, uh, you know, it was just an adult in the car and, and uh, got a lollipop, so there you go. Yeah. Adults like candy, too. Absolutely. Yeah. Almost that You know what? This is also tangential, Preston, to waiting room stuff, as you said before. Like, not just leaving with a bag, but what what do they lay out for you to enjoy while you're waiting? Thank you, Peyton. Appreciate it. Preston, Thank you know where, you I, yeah, where I got one one time? Uh, actually, not that long ago, is I signed up for the membership at uh, Hand and Stone. And this is not a plug, but I, I joined their membership because I wanted to do that. And they give you a nice little goodie bag. So when really? you, like, it's got uh, oils and, uh, I don't know, like a sleep mask in toothbrush? it. Toothbrush? Uh, you know, they didn't include a toothbrush. Okay. But it was a nice little goodie bag. Well, yesterday I went to, we're looking for a, a place for my dad uh, to live. So we went to this place called uh, Arbor Square. It's a, an independent living place. And uh, uh, the woman who was showing us around, Heidi, had a full plate of chocolate chip cookies. Or <gasps> oh, fresh, whoa. made straight right. from the restaurant. I'm there. living there now. <laughs> Steve, there was like a dozen of them. We ate a couple and she's like, take them. So she gave us little bags that we filled up with cookies and left them. I would, I was still warm. If you have a senior citizen that is not too lucid, I need to know. I need to go over there, put Steve, them into the place. Yeah, Steve so wants to do a fake uh, interview. So yeah, this is my, uh, what's your name again? <laughs> Uh, did it sell your dad? Did the cookie sell your dad? Totally. It did? Oh, yeah. He loved it. Yeah. Look at Steven Singer. Uh-huh. Steven Singer yeah. with the Otis Spunkmeyer cookies. Okay, there you go. They've got Steven Singer yeah. gives away tchotchkes. Beer. He does. Uh, little football. The mini yeah. footballs. All that stuff. That was sitting right under our nose. Right. We didn't yeah. even realize Love it. it. All right, oh, so I'm take that, it. It's that's free. a good one. <laughs> In the holidays, I love uh, the New Year's sockeye salmon. Yeah. Oh, my God. Is that from the old Eddie Murphy yes. bit? Yeah, no one's he, looking. Go on. He pretends to be white. <laughs> they're at the bank. Oh, He's there to get a loan. Go ahead. Take it. No one's looking. There's, Nobody's looking. There's a great uh, skit that they do, Preston, about the Amazon stores where you can walk in and, and it just registers who you are and then you walk out. Case you've seen right. it. And so they have uh, they have black Ike um, uh, Keenan, I guess uh, Thompson is in there. Okay. And he's, he's looking around. He's going... So you're saying I can just walk out with this? <laughs> uh, I have uh, Krista who's on the line. Hi, Krista. Good morning. Hi. Hey, what's up, so, Krista? Um, I used to do direct sales. We always said it was women or like women's sexual health. But I mean, we'll be honest. It was like adult toys and everything else. And right. We always had our girls parties and everybody always got a goodie bag. Like, it was guaranteed, and it was full of all sorts of fun little gels, lubes, things that tingle. Little, <laughs> little travel size versions of these things? Yeah, they're like, well, they're like little packets. Like, oh, uh, yeah, yeah. So, Krista, you were saying you, you would, so uh, this this would be sent along with product, or if you had one of those sh- one of those in-home parties, you would everyone would get a, a complimentary bag. How, how did it work? So, like, if I had somebody order something and I mailed it, they yeah. always get free stuff in the mail. Um, and then on top of that, of course, if you have a party, like, you could tell, like, who was interested in stuff. So you put together a bunch of the little packs together it- with, like, a pin and, you know, just little things that, you know, you sold and you handed that out at the end of the party and hope, like, with your name and stuff on it and hope that they call you well, wanting it because they'll try to try it and hopefully them in there. And would you, would you, would you get a return sometimes on people saying, oh, this was in the bag, I'd like to buy more of this? Oh, yeah. Oh, well, there you go. 
All right. Says that there's your clarion call to people to start amping up those tchotchke bags. That's how you do it. Uh, this sounds like a cool idea. I'll go to Mike next. Hey, Mike, good morning. Good morning. What's up, Mike? Yeah, I work for a tire wholesaler, and one of our suppliers gave us Hot Wheels cars. With <gasps> logo. I That's love good. that. That's pretty cool. Hot Wheels That's cars. Cool. I have one right in front of me that I the Batmobile Hot Wheels. I play with it all the time. Well, that's a fun little tchotchke to, to get, you know? I'll just give away a tire. You could do yeah. that, too. Here. 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 <laughs> Here's an SR seventy one or whatever. <laughs> no, that's a that's a plane. Yeah. Here's a plane. Yeah. What was that in uh, my cousin Vinny? What they what were they? Uh, Pilot oh. traction. No, yeah. but the the actual yeah. tire. Oh, they say yeah. that they say the model number tire over and over in that MR fourteen. <laughs> uh, let me go next to Rob. Hey Rob, good morning. Fire truck. Fire truck. Yeah, what's up, buddy? Hey, what's up? I work for uh, a lumber company down in Jordan. Our contractors love it. They come in, they ask for T-shirts, hats, and we'll just give it to them because it's basically free advertising. It's not free, but advertising throughout South Florida here in 20, watching these you know 60-year-old guys walk out with a bag with a T-shirt and a hat and a lumber pants. You know, black contractor. And, and Rob, they will they will wear them about. The, you'll you'll see people wearing them out. Oh yeah, I, where I live is near the water, so I go to you know tiki bars and stuff on the weekends, and I constantly I see our shirts. I'm like. Where'd you get that, you know, in Boynton Beach? And they're like, yeah, man, you work there? I'm like, yeah. That is cool. You know what? Who, who does in a sort of a similar thing, Rob, is is John from Sequoia. Does that, does, he does basically his tchotchke bag is that party he throws for his customers. They get bags? They get stuff, yeah. They get bags. Well, that's oh. for the contractors. Right, uh-huh. yeah, I'm yeah. saying, yeah, okay. but they're customers. I like the uh, presentive uh, bags that we give out. Those are cool. You, like, uh, reusable nice. bags? Yeah, yeah I use Each one has a yeah. suck, I say. <laughs> By the way, it was a Michelin model XGV 75R 14-inch wheel. Right. You know, uh, and you can say, mm-hmm. you know, from cousin my cousin Vinny. Mm-hmm. Identical. And you give them as a charge gift. Michelin model XGV size 75R 14-inch wheel. <laughs> <laughs> Let's keep that handy yeah, for, just, yeah. for, right. for ra- random moments. Michelin model XGV size 75R 14-inch wheel. You know what? Let's get, if they're still available, let's get some of those to give away as my cousin Vinny tchotchkes. Okay. Yeah. We could do that. All right. But uh, like I said, I'm, I've been working on something with Eric for a while, and I think we're going to have a cool little tchotchke giveaway. Is it from Michelin by any chance? Preston and Steve show. Mm-hmm. It is not. It is not. So anyway, Kathy, I'm sorry to hear that about you. Your dentists, they're no longer giving away goodie bags if you're just tuning in. And there's a very specific toothbrush that she absolutely loves. Go to that gas station dentist. Uh, yeah. I'm going to try there. Okay. Uh, well, listen, we, we don't have tchotchkes to give away, but we do have some $50 gift cards for Sabrina's Cafe. Ooh. Smells good. Who have brought this morning stuffed French toast, chicken and waffles, breakfast, tacos, and homies. Oh, my God. So we're assuming homies are home fries. Yeah. I'm guessing that. Uh, also homemade watermelon. Melon juice? That sounds interesting. And Natalie's fresh orange juice. Uh, so we'll take call number 12-215-263-WMMR. By the way, Philadelphia Institution since 2001. Sabrina's Cafe operates five locations serving classic and unique breakfast, lunch, and brunch dishes to Philly and South Jersey food lovers seven days a week. And you can go to sabrinascafe.com for more information. We'll take that 12th caller and we'll give you a $50 gift card right now. Uh, thank you to those who are on hold and we didn't get a chance to get to. I apologize. We're going to take a break. Come back in a second. We'll get to the B-Files. Stay with us. Your smart speaker can settle arguments, tell you the weather, and even order stuff. 
But did you know it can also stream WMMR? Ask it to open MMR, and it'll begrudgingly comply. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On on the web, PrestonandSteve.com. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swooping and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at AcmeSwoopingandWinGame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in and discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Free diamonds. Steven Singer is giving away free diamonds. You don't want to miss this. Everyone who purchases an engagement ring will receive a free one-carat lab-grown diamond. You must be thinking Steven only sells real natural earth-born diamonds. Well, you're right. But Steven will never sell a lab-grown diamond, but he will give them away. Nothing says I love you less than a lab-grown diamond. Don't be fooled by real natural earth-born diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. Steven Singer Jewelers, online at IHateStevenSinger.com or in a showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly while supplies last. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Oh, I did it. I finished the, my <laughs> breakfast taco just as you were wrapping up uh, traffic there, Kathy. Uh, it's courtesy of uh, Sabrina's Cafe, by the way. That was fan-freaking-tastic. Yeah. Wonderful. You should see the French toast. It's ridiculous. <laughs> so you were talking about that, and then uh, Marissa loves the table pancake, apparently, that they do. The French toast looks like the size of a birthday cake, <laughs> uh, like each slice. So, yeah, and, and you need to share that. You, yes. you definitely need to share that. So we thank them. We'll do some more uh, giveaways in a little bit with them. Uh, we have a guest who's coming up, but I would like to do the Bizarre File first. No. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre File. Brought to you by Sequoia Outback. You can make your deck or outside space a source of comfort and pride. Shop 4th of July sale at Sequoia Outback, Route 309 in Hatfield or decksupplies.com in Florida. A man is in the hospital after officials say he jumped from the second floor of a home that he crashed into and then tried to burglarize. Wow. Residents called 911 about 4 a.m. on Sunday. Uh, Caller said the driver of the car was breaking into multiple apartments. Uh, The sheriff's office identified the driver as 44-year-old Corey Payton. Uh, They said he rammed it twice, according to a witness. He said he came once and then he hit it again. This is Keith Ketchum saying... That it sounded like somebody was trying to break into the house, so I ran to my son's room. Ketchum lives next door. He's grateful his son was not home when the crash happened. He showed the impact of the inside of his child's bedroom, and it was trashed. Uh, The sheriff's SWAT team responded to the scene. Ketchum said, I came outside to meet law enforcement. The guy just walked past me. He was all full of blood and ran around the building, (laughs) took off, and then there was a chase from there. I didn't plan this well. (laughs) Deputies say Peyton barricaded himself inside another home on the second floor. He's accused of breaking in and trying to burglarize it. Peyton then began threatening to shoot deputies, prompting surrounding apartments to be evacuated. Uh, they were able to talk to him through a window on the second floor. Negotiators worked for several hours to get him to surrender peacefully. I don't want to come out. Well, and then he jumped out the window. Uh, fire crews were on the scene and able to initiate life-saving measures before he was flown to an area hospital. He has ex- an extensive criminal history. I'm a with really a, bad thief. With a total of 139 prior felony charges and 30 total felony convictions. Listen, that, that deserves some sort of plaque. Uh, deputies found Peyton's ankle monitor inside the home that he broke into <laughs> wow. as well. So, so those things work. 
Uh, a Lake Barrington man with a revoked FOID card, and I, I believe a FOID card, F-O-I-D, is a uh, permit to carry a weapon. Okay. Has been arrested and charged after he accidentally shot himself while he was dreaming. Deputies said that they responded to a report of a person with a gunshot wound. When deputies arrived at the home, they found 62-year-old Mark DeCara <laughs> with a gunshot wound to the leg. Deputies applied a tourniquet, and he was uh, losing a significant amount of blood. Further investigation revealed that DeCara had a dream that someone was breaking into his home. Did this person have large knives on one glove? They didn't elaborate. Okay. In his dream, he retrieved his three fifty seven Magnum revolver oh, and geez. shot it, who he believed was the intruder. Sleep shooting is a bad thing. When he fired, he shot himself instead and apparently woke up from the dream at that point. <laughs> that, uh, <laughs> that would wake you up. The car was taken to a hospital where he was treated for his wounds and later released, and it's also confirmed that uh, there was not a burglary or anything like that. Deputies later learned the car had a revoked Foyd card and yet still possessed a firearm. He is released on $150,000 bail after posting bond. A longtime and award-winning Penn State professor allegedly performed sexual acts with his dog oh, in a my. sickening display that was captured on a state forest trail <laughs> camera. I love his explanation. Uh, Themis Matsukas was charged after he was allegedly caught earlier this year naked from the waist down except for socks and shoes with his collie near bathrooms at Rothrick State Forest in Pennsylvania. Matsakas, who is on leave from the university, was identified through a North Face backpack that he was carrying from an incident in April and also in May. He allegedly tried to record himself while performing the lewd acts with an electronic tablet, according to the trail cam footage. Well, you want to see if you're doing it right. After Matsakas was identified as a possible suspect, rangers from the uh, PA Department of Conservation and Natural Resources searched his home earlier this month. And he went into a panic. At one point, investigators told him uh, that they think he knew why they were searching his home, leading to Matsakas to uh, reply repeatedly, I'm done, I'm dead. And he also begged rangers to shoot him, saying, I need to die. And additionally told investigators, I do it to blow off steam. To blow off steam is the explanation. The rangers, yeah, yeah, I bang my collie when the day gets a little rough. Uh, the rangers were reportedly able to find the backpack and ski mask that was visible in the April footage. They also saw a collie in his home that matched the dog in the video. Uh, Matsakis, who uh, was a chemical engineering professor... Uh, Dating back to 1991, receiving at least three teaching awards during his tenure. His attorney didn't have much to say Wednesday, other than it would be inappropriate to make any comment at this time. Uh, Other than to say, I'm dealing with a client who humps dogs. Matsakis was charged with open lewdness, indecent exposure, sexual intercourse, and animal misdemeanors, and summary charges of cruelty to animals and disorderly conduct. He allegedly has been partaking in the lewd acts at the forest since 2014. Whoa. The notion He's a good decade into this that he sets up an iPad to record himself doing it. Mm-hmm. Amazing. Yep. All right, and then one final story. A 28-year-old woman was arrested along with her mother after she posed as a 17-year-old student at a Louisiana high school by using false identification. Uh, Martha Jessenia Gutierrez Serrano and her mother, uh, Marta Alvarado, were arrested Tuesday morning and charged with injuring public records. Uh, St. Charles Parish Public Schools notified the sheriff's office about a possible adult attending uh, Hanville High School. This just happened like five, six months ago, another case. Yeah, the school had received a tip that a female student listed as 17 in school records was, in fact, an adult possibly in her mid-20s. 
After an internal investigation, school officials noted the sheriff's office about the findings. Uh, the investigation found that Serrano Alvarado had enrolled her 28-year-old daughter in the school using a fraudulent passport and birth certificate. It's not clear why Gutierrez Serrano would have been enrolled or how long she would have been at the school. And I'm wondering, since we've had a couple of these pop up, I'm wondering how many in history, like, went the distance and nobody ever knew. Nobody, you listen, do and you want to take a know? crack at enrolling me in kinder care? We could do that. Yeah. And see what happens. See if it uh, would raise some red flags. Why not? And that's what I have in the bizarre file. And speaking of high schools, St. Joe's Prep. Uh, their crew team is headed to compete in uh, the United Kingdom's Royal Henley Regatta. This is amazing. And from what I've been told, this is like the premier event yeah. of the sport. Yeah. Uh, and it's a big, big deal that they're going. In fact, there's going to be a, uh, a little send-off party uh, tonight at the Robert M. Gillen Jr. Boathouse around 6 o'clock. And we happen to have uh, the head coach of the crew team, and it is John Fife who yeah. is joining us this morning. Hey, John, good morning. Good morning. Nice to see you. Sorry, I, I butchered your name earlier this morning. I told it was John Rife, but it's Fife. So <laughs> it's Fife. Wanted to correct on that. Uh, so how long have you been the head coach at uh, at the prep? This is my sixth year. Okay. And have you guys ever come this close to uh, to entering something like this before? This is actually the 14th time that St. Joe's Prep has raced at Henley. Wow. Then you've got an exemplary record there. So, I mean, not knowing all that much about this, the word coming in from all different sources is that you guys are strong potential uh, victors here. How do you feel about this? I feel really good. This is a really talented team, um, big senior class. Uh, this is part of a group that swept the Stotesbury Cup Regatta last month um, here on Schuylkill. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of really good teams that have gone before us here at the prep and, uh, we're hoping to live up to, uh, the expectations those guys set. How did the uh, team do in Sarasota this weekend? We did really well. We came away with, uh, three bronzes and, uh, this was the national championships down there, um, which includes high schools and clubs. Uh, we came away with three bronzes. I think we were the only high school, um, to pull that off, um, so our varsity didn't do as well as we want, wanted to, but we have our sights set high um, at Henley in, in a couple of weeks. How many, how many different events are you participating in? So the way Henley works is we'll just enter one event. It's called the Princess Elizabeth Challenge Cup, and that is um, an event for high school and junior-aged boys, eights. So we'll be racing against um, other aged-appropriate um Eights um, from all around the world. Um, I'm aware of crews from the United States, United Kingdom, Australia, and I'm sure there'll be some from Europe as well. So, like in uh, professional tennis, you play on grass, and you can play on clay, and you can play on you know different surfaces. Are there different? Is there, are there nuances to different <laughs> you know courses and bodies of water and composition of said water? Totally, Henley is completely different from any other race that's out there it's side by side so there's only two boats and we're racing upstream in a part of the river thames um in henley on thames and it's just side by side if you win your race you advance to the next day if you lose you're done um and so it's it's very different than what we're used to which is normally six lanes across um and you advance through a regatta um this is very different, and we're racing against the current, and there's different currents in different lanes at different points of the race. Is that, you have to know what you're doing. Is that the anomaly to race against the current, or do, do you mostly go with the current? Normally, we race with the current, or there's no current at all. Like okay. 
the Nationals, it's just it's just a lake. Huh. It's pretty wild. It, 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 it's it's a, it's a fun. I mean, we used to do, broadcast down, you know, from the uh, on the Dad Vale. Vale. Dad Dad Vale. Yeah. It was a blast to watch that. So um, the sports remain uh, popular. I, I assume this is a revered. I wasn't familiar with this particular competition, the Royal Henley Regatta. Uh, and uh, so, is is it the the pinnacle event globally? I would say it is, with the exception of the Olympic Games. Mm. Uh, this is really the pinnacle for rowing. It started in 1839. So it's the oldest regatta out there. And it's, you know, the best way to describe it is um, the Kentucky Der- Derby meets rowing. Wow. Um, okay. Those horses would wild. drown. Yeah. All right. So, uh, <laughs> so you guys are having an event tonight. Is this to help cover uh, travel costs and things like that, Coach? It is. Yeah, we're having an event here at the Boathouse at 6 p.m. Um, and this is to help uh, defray the cost to send the team over there. We're heading to London on Monday night. So we'll have a week over in England to train and get acclimated, and then we start racing on Tuesday, the twenty seventh of June. Okay, uh, and so there's a people buy tickets, and that's that's going to help uh, fund this event, right? Yeah, people can buy tickets. They can go to sjprep.org and buy tickets there, or they can come to the boathouse and pay at the door. You know, when we were out there, uh, there was a guy who would actually hum and sing into a road cone. You might want to yeah, seek him he could be your He could be your coxswain. Hey, right. Yeah. <laughs> right? I mean, Using a road cone. You could hear him all over London. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, now, listen, awesome. uh, you know, my son is uh, going to be a junior at the prep. We tried to get him to join the... Um, the crew team, because, uh, you know, not only is it is it a great program, and, and by the way, it's like the, one of the flagship programs at the school. That and the, and the football program are, are kind of yeah. like second to none. Also, um, rowers have a uh, – it's a great path to college as yeah. well. Yeah. Uh, you know, but it's also, you know, you, you run a tight ship over there. And, uh, you know, my, my friend uh, uh, Johnny Walker, his son is a freshman there, and, and he was down with you, uh, you guys in Sarasota. And so I know the commitment that all of these boys – uh, young men have made to the program, and so you know the the fact that they get to go and do this and experience this, you know, it, it, it just you know all that hard work for the last four years has, has really paid off. So my hats off to you and, and your program. I know that uh, Jack Daniels and Buddy Weiser uh, agree with that. <laughs> <laughs> your dear friends, yeah. Have, have some of the the kids that are seniors signed with colleges? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, the seniors in this boat, uh, we have um, a guy going to Harvard. Wow. Brown. Princeton, Stanford, Drexel, so not not too bad. No, mm-hmm. not at all. Mm-hmm. Nice, not at all. Is it tough to get on the team, John? No, at the prep, um, you know, it's we don't have cuts as long as you show up every day and you work all right. hard. Touch it. So we'll carry as many kids as we can. A listener texted this in, and, and I thought initially it was kind of a silly question. And then I was like, actually, that's a really good question. How do you get the boats over there? So and row them over. <laughs> <laughs> we used we used to actually ship our boats over on a container, um, and we stopped doing that because it just became too expensive. So we we will actually borrow a boat from another school in the UK. Does that is that problematic? Yeah. No, it, it's the same identical boat that we row here. Because they they say schedule differently. I wondered if that would affect the rowing. <laughs> it might. So wait, will you find a school that uses the same boat as you do? Yeah, I'm I'm friends with some of the coaches over in the UK, and we have like a mutual agreement with one of the schools, the Shrewsbury School, and they're providing us 
the same boat that we have here, and whenever they come to the United States, we'll do the same for them. That's terrific. You know, question, though, about it, uh, about the, the equipment, is it like stock cars? Are they uh, supposed to be somewhat identical uh, in, in these events? No, there are rules that we can't modify the boats in certain ways that would make it unfair, but... Really, no motors are on the back. Yeah, no outboard engines. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, motors would be nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's really just uh, you. You can pick whatever manufacturer you want to use for okay. uh, for your boat. Um, but they're all kind of the same. It's a great workout. I mean, obviously, we we know people who uh, one of our former interns kind of got involved with it and and got into extraordinary shape doing it. it it's it's one of the best exercises possible. Have you ever had someone just? Want to join simply for that purpose of getting a good workout? Oh, yeah. We have guys join for every reason under the sun. I mean, guys want to, you know, go to Harvard or they want to just be part of a team. It's, you know. It, yeah. Yeah, I would imagine. All right. So the event is tonight. It's at the Robert M. Gillen Jr. Boathouse. And again, Coach, if people want to buy tickets, how do they do it? Go to sjprep.org or just show up at the boathouse right on Kelly Drive. Awesome. Excellent. Support these guys. And it's they very cool. Represent uh, the area and maybe come back with a victory. Excellent. Good luck to you, Coach. Thanks for checking in. Thanks, guys, and go prep. All right. Yeah. John Fife, St. Joe's Prep Head, Coach of the Crew Team, which is really cool. All right. We're going to take a quick break. We're going to come back in a moment. We will have the head of a sovereign nation when yes. we return. Slow Jamistan. <laughs> we'll be right back. Stay with us. Finally, M.M. Barbecue 2023, starring Shinedown, Billy Idol, Saturday, September 16th at Freedom Mortgage Pavilion, plus special guests A. Ron Jones, Larkin Poe, Dirty Honey, MMR's local shots opener, Vixen 77. And the return of the Preston and Steve side stage with you fronting live band karaoke. Tickets on sale now at Ticketmaster. Lawn tickets start at just 25 bucks. Complete details at WMMR.com. From 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. I had uh, mentioned a story the other day about a um, a fairly new nation. Um, what I didn't know was it actually declared in- independence from the United States uh, in 2021. I didn't know that. I thought no. it was more recent. Me too. But uh, there must have been some sort of bloody war involved. Possibly. You know, we're going to find out all the details in just a moment. It is uh, the official title is the United Territories of the Sovereign Nation of the People's Republic Public of Slojamistan. <laughs> And I may be pronouncing this incorrectly because uh, we actually have the uh, portion of the national anthem to okay. play for Slow Jamistan or it might be Slow Jamistan. Okay. So let me play a little bit of this for you. And then we're going to speak to someone, uh, an official, uh, who, who can uh, bring us up to speed on this. Here we go. And I think it's going to be an awesome place. This country brings a smile to your face. Inside our nation you were never alone. So time is time. So time is time. is where I'm from. This is my home. Standing for the anthem for us. Uh, oh, yes, he is right now. Actually, we do have him via Zoom. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> p- please welcome the Sultan of Sojamistan, Sultan Slojamistan, Randy Ardub Williams. Yeah. Yeah. Randy. Good morning, sir. 
Uh, first of all, is the microphone working correct? It, the microphone <laughs> is working wonderfully, yes. Okay. The, sometimes the Americans uh, scramble my Zoom. I don't know why. Um, I did notice on the Zoom uh, you were sitting nice and comfortable eating your uh, French toast when the anthem uh, turned on, which... Uh, we are not off to a very good start. Oh, I'm <laughs> sorry. I, I apologize for my indiscretion. Uh, you know, sometimes these, uh, there can be some misunderstandings. Well, we had no idea it was the actual anthem. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We had no idea. So it just seemed to be a, just a regular slow jam. Where, where exactly uh, is um, this tract of land located? Yes, well, our country, if that's what you mean, is uh, located uh, approximately 90 minutes south of the American city of Palm Springs, California. Right. So you go south and uh, the our neighbors to the South America and then uh, Mexico in 30 miles. So very close to Mexico, completely surrounded by California. Ah, okay. All right, cool. And it is, uh, how large is the uh, Sultan? Yes. Well, okay, it's important to know it is ever-expanding. We have our eye on some uh, neighboring territories we cannot yet speak about. Uh, but as of today, it is just over 11 beautiful acres. 11 <laughs> acres. So you're not, but you're, uh, you're talking about, uh, you have your eye on other territories. You're not talking about military advancement, are you? Well, look, Sulajemistan is a peace-loving nation. We will uh, uh, hopefully um, uh, annex some land in the most peaceful ways uh, possible. Um, you know, real estate in California is uh, very stupidly expensive. So uh, I do not know. Maybe uh, maybe a, a barter system. We may figure something out. But uh, look, it's 11 acres is a lot for the 10,000 citizens currently registered for Sulajemistan. 10,000? Now, how large is your military? Been a busy week. Uh, well, uh, three people right now. <laughs> three people. Uh, good, good, good friends of mine. They have uh, been uh, boyhood uh, friends in uh, elementary school uh, that uh, wanted to be a part of this project. So, uh, would you? Yes, would you? Had... Would you describe them as good scrappers? Oh, uh, you, you, uh, what is it called in America? Do F around and find out? Ah, <laughs> yeah, just, yeah, right, that's what you need. What are, what are some of the, the, the basic, uh, uh, beliefs and, and, uh, and tenets of, uh, Slow Jamistan, if you could share with us the, 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 the culture a little bit? I will, I will give you uh, two or three, uh, because I have an appointment uh, in Parliament in about 10 minutes, uh, okay. an emergency meeting. Mm -hmm. um, but our foundation of Suryamistan comes from a, a problem that I suffered, and you are probably suffering right now in America. Um, over the past five, 10 years, there has been a pandemic, a plague of, I don't even want to call them shoes because that is too generous, but uh, they like rubber clogs with holes in them. That people have been putting on their feet. I think the Americans call them Crocs. Oh, Crocs! You, you, you see and that so, as as, as okay. a huge issue. All right. And well, it's it, it's it's tearing the world apart in, in, in a fashion <laughs> sense. And so, I, despite all of my calls to Congress and Senate and, and local and national law enforcement agencies, they have done nothing about it. So, uh -huh. uh, you know, I said we can resort to violence, but again, we are peace-loving people in Slovenia. So, look, we just made our own country where Crocs are strictly prohibited, mm. and that is kind of the basis, the the foundation. Of why we created Slow Jamistan. Okay. okay. Uh, first of all, is, is the correct way to address you uh, your sultanship? I, I don't want to be disrespectful. I'm glad you asked. Uh, there are th three options right now, uh, legally, uh, since we are speaking. Uh, your sultan, your excellency, or Big Daddy. You Big Daddy. Okay. I'll, I'll, then I'll <laughs> yes. go with Big Daddy because I, I like that. Um, Big Daddy, I do have a question about uh, micronations because I've read about a few of them. Uh, do you have any diplomatic relationships with them? Um, the Republic of Molesia, I think is how you pronounce it. And also there's the Conk Republic. The, these micronations in the United States have started to pop up. And, and just like yours, they are, in many respects, legitimate. 
Yes, so in America we did something called show prep, which is we prep before the uh, the interview. <laughs> and if you had correctly if you had correctly show prepped, you would see on our website that Molossia actually I'm joking by the way <laughs> Molossia actually, actually visited uh, uh, Sloyamistan. Uh, last May. So uh, like a month ago, Sloyamistan came out. It was our first diplomatic visit. It was one of the very few um, experiences where two, two of the greatest micronations in the world uh, came together uh, without incident. It was fantastic. So the answer is yes. And it was a, a great inspiration for your sultan. I also had plans to see Sealand, hopefully, if not this year, next year. Uh, Big Daddy, uh, I did read a little bit of stat in our uh, stat, one of the stats in our prep that you have visited um, every country in the world. Correct. Yes. 193 yes. separate countries over how many years did that take? Look, and I'm, I must underscore there's a lot, there is a lot of fun and fantasy and satire in Sloyamistan. But Sultan, but Sultan Swear, um, uh, this is not a fabrication. Uh, I just finished my last country in uh, March. Um, I'm 46, so you can say it took me 46 years. But uh, really, over the past 10 years, I've had this crazy mission to see every every country in the world. So uh, we did it, including North Korea, three nights in Pyongyang, um, uh, Syria in uh, March, uh, Afghanistan. I enjoy the crazy places. You know, I like I like going to Rome and Tahiti and and uh, France and those nice nice places for the uh, the lattes. But I do like going to. I like going to the places that you shouldn't go to. I went to uh, Libya, places like that. Oh, um, you okay? So you 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 you'll, you'll push the boundary, so to speak. You you mentioned North Korea, Kim Jong Un. Um, the claim is he does not defecate. Do you make that claim as well? No, no. The, 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 the Sultan does uh, take a nice. Uh, my claim is that my claim is that I am very re- very regular. It's oh, very okay. Regular uh, yeah, I think that leads I, to look, peace. I'm proud of that. Yeah, you got you understand me. Yeah, Thank you so much. Yes. Uh, yeah, a, 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 a well uh, functioning excretory system makes you more um, easy to deal with. I think. One hundred. Wow. Yes. Okay. Uh, so we played the uh, the national anthem, and I apologize again for not standing up during that. And did I hear correctly? Are are you attempting to sway the Elton John to record that uh, anthem, if possible? Side note, in Sloyamistan, it's illegal to play only partially of the uh, oh. of the anthem. I notice you cut it off. Again, I apologize. So maybe a small <laughs> small issue coming up you will hear from my people. Um, <laughs> so, uh, I was not familiar with the gentleman name. Is it Elton John? Correct. Yes. That is his name. So, the gentleman that did our anthem, his name is Shelton John. Um, and <laughs> Shelton? We... We, we put the song out, and, and all of a sudden, we get these uh, mails from, from the people in the DMs that, uh, hey, uh, this sounds just like Elton John. And apparently, this Elton John has a lot of hits. Um, so that being said, uh, we said, yes, you know what? Let's put a little petition out there. I, I sent him a DM, and uh, he did not uh, respond. Right. So now we, have a, now we have a petition. So if the people want Elton John to sing... Uh, our glorious anthem. Uh, you know, I will say maybe he will do a demo for me, and if I like it, we will we will make it that the official one. I don't know. If someone does decide to uh, come and visit uh, Slow Jamistan or Slow Yamistan or however you uh, prefer to pronounce it, um, what what are some of the features? What are, what are things? Uh, uh, some of these sites that someone can see. Well, you have to understand that. Look, a lot of slow Jamistan is in the future. It's the vision. Ah. Uh, they say they say Rome was not built in a day. Um, com- coming soon, we have the uh, what's it is called the Sultan's Lazy River. Okay, ah. it's, uh, it's it's trademarked. Uh, right now, it is it is under construction. It is a gulch, a muddy gulch. Right now, um, you can still bring your intertube. Um, and every second Wednesday, we bring the sprinkler out. So um, you don't really move a lot on the river, but that's what makes it lazy. It's a uh, very it's... very lazy river. Mm-hmm. Um, Interactive armadillo farm because ah. what is fun about uh, armadillo farm where you cannot do anything with the armadillos, <laughs> and um, finally an all-you-can-eat Mongolian barbecue emporium. Ah, but 
I know you were asking like right now, like if you wanted to come this weekend, uh, you behind me, you see, this is our There's independence. No, this is, look, look, at it's, yeah. uh, hold on. You can see the flag. Yeah. Oh, yes. Uh, and a desk. That is the Sultan's desk, the monument, uh, the flag, of course. Um, we do have a border gate and uh, border control. We have begun building the wall. Oh, you're building the wall, okay. Si- yes, we have many, many signs as well, warning you of the landmines as well. Okay. Oh. <laughs> landmines, you got to have them. Uh, and check yeah. that desk. Did I read correctly <clears throat> that people can uh, can purchase kind of a, a little piece of slow jamistan uh, by buying bricks and tiles and things like that? So your dictator is a friendly one, yes? Uh, most <laughs> countries uh, tax their citizens to death. I lived in uh, California for many years up until uh, the move to Sloyamistan, and the taxes were just uh, just stupid. Uh, so in Sloyamistan, instead of forcibly overtaxing the, the citizens, uh, it, it's by choice, right? Maybe you call it libertarian. Yes. Uh, they, they can buy merchandise. So the bumper stickers, they can buy uh, my beautiful, uh, beautiful passports we have. Very nice. Uh, very sexy. Oh, very, very nice. Um, and uh, let's see, look at the Sultans there. There we go. Yeah, it's sort of uh, b- being lost to your the green connection. Yeah, there we go. Oh, there, oh, there you there go. go. Okay. Nice. And it has, uh, instead of the founding fa- father's quotes at the top of the page, it is the quotes from the hip-hop people. For example, on page seven, it says, uh, never trust a big button, a smile. Bell bib de Bell I love so, it. So, yes, you can, you, you can buy a brick. Uh, you can buy, uh, you can uh, you can bribe uh, the cabinet to be a member of parliament. If you really want to uh, to get inside, you can do a small bribe. The, bribe, uh, the bribes ensure that, that you have a real government. That's how you know you have a real government, with the bribes, right? Absolutely, absolutely. But we don't really call them bribes. More like you know, just yeah, gifts. <laughs> yes. Uh, so there's a there's a website for all of this, correct? There is a website, and that is the uh, social medias. Uh, the website is slowjamistan.org, and the uh, Instagram and the Facebook and the MySpace. It's all it's simply slowjamistan. Mm. Um, uh, on Tinder, uh, I could not take slowjamistan. It was taken, so I think it's like slowjamistan one two three or so. Slow, no, okay. no, no, hold on. It's slowjamistan underscore sexy on Tinder. If you're swiping uh, and you see the Sultan, please make sure to swipe swipe right. Nice. Uh, yes. Yeah, absolutely. You, you're covering all bases, and it looks like you're off to a good start. Yeah. When are you coming? That is the question. Uh, yeah, uh, yeah. Welcome, welcoming you. <laughs> we'll work out our, our vacation schedule, and we'll come in for a visit sometime in the very near future. I would, honestly, Preston, I don't think yeah. we go unless we get a parade. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, no. yeah. I don't know. Big Daddy, could we work that out? You can participate in the Sultan's Parade, yes. Okay, fair enough. <laughs> Excellent. Yes. All right, well, wonderful. Congratulations on uh, your successful nation, and we appreciate uh, uh, the, the time out of your busy schedule. Uh, it takes a lot to yeah. put together a nation, and we commend you. Yeah, so thank you, sir. We appreciate it. Thank you, my friends. Take care. Right. Take, Take care. Weekend. All right, there you yeah. go. The Sultan of Slojamistan, who is known as Big Daddy, by the way. Yes. And it's, it's legit. It's a real place. It's <laughs> we, in Nevada. We, do, we don't think about these things, but he did. Or was and it you can do no, it. California? I'm yeah. sorry. It's in California. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Uh, actually, his name is uh, Randy R. Dub Williams, and uh, he does a syndicated uh, slow jam radio program. <laughs> like like that. that. Like we yeah. just heard. Yeah. Yep, exactly. All right, you know what? Uh, we've talked about foreign nations. We should probably spend a little time about talking about this area because i got some city beats for oh my God. Oh. with you today. I do. Yeah. All right. Um, some things wow, wow. that are happening in and around our area. On, uh, perhaps on the very street you live. Yes. I will. I'll start with this one. It's, uh, it's a little ways off. Uh, but Marisa, Marissa, not Marisa, 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 Marisa so you can play golf at Citizens Bank Park. They're doing upper deck golf. Yes. 
Uh, the event runs from November 16th to the 18th and gives fans an exclusive opportunity to play a round of golf inside the ballpark. So it's, it, we assume this is a miniature golf kind of situation, yes? No, no it is not. You actually hit from the upper deck down below, really? I believe, and uh, yeah, some things like that. Yeah, yeah. They, I saw them doing this at uh, Fenway, I think it was last year, and I was like, oh, I wonder if they're going to bring this to Citizens Bank. The, the cool thing about this is it's happening during Camp Out for Hunger Week. Um, so yeah, dude, you have to, to do friend. that. I have yeah. to do that. You have to. Do, so we're looking at the layout here, case you're right. So uh, it's up on a platform, and so you're basically driving down to the field. Yep. Mm-hmm. So I'm surprised um, the field. You know how those those groundskeepers are. Oh yeah, they're very protective. But uh, there will be custom greens on the field below. There's uh, going to be live music, uh, drinks, food, multiple golf challenges at a clubhouse, sports bar. Uh, registration for tea times opens in September, but you can register now for early access. So that's why I'm bringing it up now. Maybe they'll uh, allow you to autograph a ball, Preston, and then yell at you for putting it in the wrong case. Maybe they could do that. Yeah. Uh, tea times are limited and are expected to sell out quickly, and they're going to offer standard and VIP tea times for the event. That'd be pretty wild. Uh, 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. because uh, they have the lights and they can go into the you know the evening hours. Uh, VIP tea times include free entry into driving, chipping, and putting challenges and complimentary food and beverages. Uh, It's a nine-hole course uh, and a foursome around the ballpark. And each player uh, receives uh, their balls and a scorecard so that they can record their scores at each stop around the ballpark. Shots landing on the designated green will result result in a par. Off of the green is a bogey. If you get the inner circle around the pin, it is a birdie. And you never know, you might get a hole in one as well. Uh, that's that's Isn't that so, awesome. What is the price, do they say? It does not say. Okay. Uh, the uh, the typical round will take about 90 minutes. However, you can start and end your round at the clubhouse uh, festival as well. So you can stay longer if you want. Uh, standard registration, each player receives 18 balls, which is two per hole. And if you choose VIP registration, uh, you can have enhanced experience and get 22 balls, which is two per hole with uh, four mulligans if you need them. Uh, You are allowed to bring your own clubs, but it's not necessary. And they do stipulate no drivers or fairway woods. Could you use a baseball bat? Uh, I don't know. You'd have to ask him that. Uh, but no drivers or fairy was that'd be you know that you'd hit them way too far. Okay. Uh, so if you choose to bring your own clubs, uh, lockers are not available for that. But I think this is a cool idea. Yeah. You could add other types of sports. What what else would you be able to do in there? Uh, Duck mar- hunting, marlin fishing, marlin fishing. You know, something if you like fill that. it up with the prize, I mean, sure. Volume wise, it could hold enough water for. Big game fish. Plenty of them yeah, yeah. to live in there and have lots of room. Yeah. So, uh, by the way, it's twelve and older. Uh, only individuals with a reserved tea time will be permitted into the ballpark. No spectator tickets, and it is rain or shine. I love so this it's coming up in September. But Create. you can you can go ahead and get uh, the early access for that now. So that's why I went ahead and brought that up. All right, uh, let me see. All right, man, I was bummed out to see this. Did you know a cannon? Was stolen from Fort Mifflin. What? Like how? Sometime earlier this month, and police are investigating it. It was a 300-pound signal cannon. How's there not security cameras around there? Uh, That was taken from its spot on the wall surrounding the fort in South Philadelphia. You'd be surprised, man. A buddy of mine was on the preservation group. Yeah. uh, A part of that. It's a nonprofit. I mean, they don't have as it's it's a historic spot. 
But they're Why kind of they're kind of very thin in their staff in to the be able to, to keep an eye, eye on that place. Yeah, I thought that they would just use the original Revolutionary War security cameras. Um, no, unfortunately, no. those are a they bit don't work anymore. Dated, yes. Uh, Beth, guy on a stool. Beth Betty, uh, Beth Beatty, Beatty, I think, uh, is the executive director of Fort Mifflin. She said we're a small nonprofit, and this is sort of a sentimental cannon for us. Uh, the working, it's a replica, by the way, it was about four feet long, sat on a box. On top of fourteen foot tall walls, so stealing it was not easy. Uh, she said it had to be removed from the box and then removed down from the top of the wall, and then it would have to be moved across the parade ground and loaded into a truck. And all that happened in early June. Miserable bastard. Officials don't have an exact date because a cannon doesn't sit in a visible area. You know the likely culprits. The British and uh, the first person to notice it missing thought that it was taken down for maintenance. So they don't. They don't know when it happened. Uh, Philadelphia police confirmed that they are now involved in the search for the cannon. It's valued about $3,000. Officials uh, searched the entire property. They checked uh, Facebook Marketplace to see if it was for sale. (laughs) But they don't think it's worth much as scrap because it's made out of cast iron. So it's It's not not going to yield a lot. Yeah. It's stupid. So Fort Mifflin is awesome. We've been many times. We did a couple of haunted tours around Fort Mifflin. Love that place. And had a sensational time. Regardless of that, the history, everything, the casemates, walking around the grounds, and also, Preston, the fact that the the, uh, airliners, as they're coming into the airport, are right overhead. It feels like you can touch them. Yeah. But, I mean, it was the main uh, protection uh, in the Revolutionary War. Yes. Uh, Of anybody who was coming up the Delaware River, Mm -hmm. uh, that that was our our first and last line of of, uh, barrage. And they talk about the bombardments at certain points were just so incredibly loud. You can mm. hear them for miles and miles. So I was a little bummed out to see that. It sucks. Yeah, okay. Uh, let me get to it. Uh, we have a guest. A guest standing by, so I'll move along quickly with these City Beat stories. Uh, Marissa sent this to me. Um, there was a woman who posted this on Facebook, um, and her name is Kim O'Hallahan. And she wrote on Facebook, uh, I, if anyone out there can help us with this Hail Mary of a request, I'd be forever grateful. She said, I spent about 13 years saving all of this is her son, Tommy's T-shirts from sports teams, volunteering, his first job, etc., with a plan to have a blanket made for him when he graduates from high school. She said, so many memories. I couldn't wait to give it all to him. I had it in a plastic tote. And had another tote with all the extra shirts that weren't used. As usual, I was crazy busy, and I was uh, squeezing in an extra errand on my way to a lacrosse game, and I drove to the Goodwill. Oh, no. On Grove Street in Haddonfield to drop off the extra shirts. Two weeks later, I went to wrap the gift, and with horror, I realized that I gave the wrong tote to Goodwill. Chris, if you read a little further, she said she was distracted buying a cannon. She said, I gave away the blanket, whose sections I spent 13 years collecting. Oh it sucks. God, that's terrible. She said, I cried all morning long and several times since then. Dude, and there, there's that, when there's you no drop way. something off Dude. there, yep. it, remember my, my mom gave away all my purses. I remember that. And it was, she said when she walked back there, they were like, you can go back if you want. And it was floor to ceiling. She yeah. said just bags and yep. things. Uh, she said, I've been to a few Goodwill stores. I've emailed corporate uh, with the photo, asking them for to send it to the stores in our area. No luck. And I'm getting discouraged. And she's asking for Facebook miracles. But then she did a follow-up. She did an update. 
and said blanket has not been found oh, yet. Man. To my knowledge, I'm so overwhelmed. Could she change her son's name to Nike? She said, I'm overwhelmed by the response. <laughs> I literally can't keep up with all the posts and comments. If anybody sees a comment on any of these posts that message, someone thinks they've seen it, it blows. So please wait. tag me or send me a message on Facebook Messenger or email me at kimriley1 at verizon.net. So was the blanket made? Yeah, yeah. So okay, so, I, I so believe, it's the well, finished blanket was in with the extra T-shirts that she doesn't really care about. Yes, She's really just yeah. looking for the blanket. Yeah, she had the leftover shirt okay. that she wasn't going to use, and that's what she kept and okay. accidentally gave the blanket. Well, and that's unique enough that if enough people are checking their Goodwill stores, like yeah. maybe uh-huh. maybe we could find it. I hope so. So I want to kind of put the word out there. So uh, we'll see. But again, uh, her name Two is... Two missing things. Kim O'Hallahan, and uh, her email is uh, Kim Riley one at verizon.net. So this is like that. it's terrible. Found. When you lose something of sentimental value, it's the worst. It's horrible. Yeah. You know? And especially one that was that was collected over a long amount of time, hadn't even been presented to the recipient yet and was going to be a big surprise, and it's gone. So something of sentimental value that I thought had disappeared actually just found out uh, resurfaced yesterday. Um, my mom says, Hey, do you ever hear of Ernie Banks? And I said, yeah. She goes, uh, and before she even finished her sentence, I said, uh, yeah, like when I was a kid, you know, probably 30 plus years ago, I bought my dad uh, an Ernie Banks baseball card for Father's Day. Listen, I was a child. I didn't know what I was doing. But it was, I went to an old baseball, baseball card memorabilia store. It was in my price range. I think it might have been like 15 bucks. It wasn't a rookie card. But anyway, I got it for him for Father's Day. And then it, it disappeared, and she was fingering. Did, had, her, uh, had you had you had you had the chance to give it to him, or you never got? Yeah, the chance? no, no, I gave okay. it to him, and, and then it just disappeared at, at some point in the last however many years. And uh, it, like when he passed away, you know, I went through his dresser drawer, and I'm like, yeah. oh, that, that Ernie Banks card's not here anymore. You know, uh, she found it. It was, wow. it, was in, it was in a book, huh. and, she, and she was just kind of like paging through this book, and she ended up finding the card. And I was like, that's. Great. Like, I have no idea what it's worth or whatever, but... It's sentimental. It was sentimental. It, it, it's it's like, priceless. This is priceless at yeah. this point for this woman maybe to put this, this work in. Maybe this mom should go look through some books and maybe yeah. she might find it. Well, no, I think oh, she's doing the right... big book of quilts. Yeah. yeah. No, I think she's doing the right thing. I yeah. mean, uh, just... You, Getting you know, the word out. Getting it out there. Yeah. yeah. So, well, good luck to you. We I, wish you the yeah. best. All right. Can we do one more? Yeah. I know we got our our guests waiting to uh, pop in here in just a moment. But uh, this is a really cool event, and uh, Vincent James emailed me about this, and uh, I've mentioned this before, so I'm happy to do it again. The Make Music Philly event is coming up next Wednesday, June 21st, and this year's festival features over 110 musical performances and special events at 45 venues in and around the city, including the main event down at the Free Library of Philadelphia. Uh, the marquee event will be held in Shakespeare Park, adjacent to the library, and will feature a huge, it says, musical instrument petting zoo. Ah, and several musical performances and demonstrations. Can you feed the tubas? Ranging from uh, the Philly Drum Project to Noteworthy Philly Acapella Group. So uh, I think this is the event where they just encourage people to get out and play music. And I think there's usually, because I only printed up part of the story and I don't have the whole thing here. Damn it. But where there are uh, music lessons provided. Remember, uh, yes. we, uh, yeah. we talked about that in years past. Uh, so do a quick search on Make Music Philly and their event coming up next week to get the full details. And I apologize that I don't have all the full information here with me right now. So 
That's all that I got. All right, you know what? With that, since I only had partial information, let me do one more thing. Oh, okay. One more thing. City beat. Uh, Steve actually sent me this article. It's interesting. Why doesn't the art museum use the fountains uh, by the Rocky Steps anymore? Uh, Readers asked through Curious Philly, the Inquirer's repository for questions about the region. And ultimately, the decision to no longer use the Cascade Fountains isn't the art museums to make. The fountains, as well as the famous steps, are actually city property. Didn't realize that. And are under the domain of the Parks and Recreation Department. Uh, so, as a result of ongoing drainage and masonry issues, the fountains haven't been yeah. used in more than twenty years. Yeah, I would have fixed it. I don't know, dude. Have I ever seen them? No, you haven't because no. they they turned them off in uh, I want to say nineteen ninety five. But Nin- other ones work, like the ones in uh, uh, Logan Circle. Logan Logan Circle works. Yeah, I spent a long time and a lot of money rehabbing the ones at Longwood Gardens, and um, that fountain show that they have now is world class. Oh, it's amazing. But it was it was closed, and not it wasn't closed. They were just there, existing, not working for a really long time. I'd like to see them return to their earlier vigor. Yeah. yeah. Didn't we try to have a uh, a raft party, like a floating raft uh, party? Yeah, yeah. at Logan Square and yeah. uh, Logan Circle. Yeah, you should do that. Again. Yep, we did that. <laughs> uh, today they're just for decoration. They will remain that way for the foreseeable future. Couldn't you fill them up a dip? Uh, they haven't been. They have been shut down due to maintenance since 1995. Uh, that July, all the museum's fountains were shut down for repairs to the labyrinth of plumbing pipes, pumps, and valves feeding the uh, support to support them. Uh, as it turns out, the area under the famous steps is hollow, hmm. and houses machinery that runs the fountains. <laughs> so that's what's underneath the steps is the machinery to run the fountains. Yeah, there's... Because actually, if you go to Longwood Gardens, they have the pump house that you can go into. It's wild. It's extensive. And that's old. They don't even use that equipment anymore. That's what used to run the fountains. Would hummus flow through that if they turned it on? There's only one way to find out. Let's try it. Yeah. According to a study commissioned by the Fairmount Park Commission in the 1990s, water had been leaking into the area and and caused some deterioration of the structural beams and walls supporting the steps. A project to repair the issue was announced in 92 and then scheduled to be completed in Thanksgiving 1996, but uh, the fountains were never turned back on after that fateful day in 1995. I forget how they classify, for example, like the Eastern State Penitentiary is is a landmark, it's a historical landmark, but that they're allowing to, you know, continue to fall into disrepair. Right. And that's part of the understanding that it's supposed to do that, that they, they won't patch it up or repair it. At some point, yeah, I don't know if there is a some point. If what would keeps... happen if a wall collapsed? Would they would they rebuild that wall? I don't know. I mean, because that's you know, I forget what the classification is, but that's you know, they they let it. Well, yeah, it depends on you know, would money from the state do that? Right, or not? I, I don't know because I think that's you know, privately owned. I, I, ah, hell, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> By the way, the, this isn't the first time that Cascade Fountains were turned off. After debuting the first test in 1927, the fountains were periodically turned off over the years for various reasons. Chief among them uh, was Philadelphia's using them as swimming pools. In 1971, uh, the commission voted to shut off fountains and drain their basins after two people were reportedly paralyzed oh, wow. as a result of injuries. You know, so jumping. Yeah. And they had a high dive. Uh, they they suffered by diving into them. Those episodes were among a string of injuries over the years that included skull fractures and concussion oh, wow. concussions, skull sealers. Yeah, yeah. Uh, they're not uh, deep. Uh, yeah, the shutdown, which ended the uh, following year, was not a decision that was made lightly. Kath, I sent you the video I, yesterday. Dude, yeah, I couldn't even watch it. It's crazy. There's a place, and I don't know exactly where this is, uh, but I feel like it's somewhere either in the Caribbean or South America, Central America, where. 
these people essentially do like they dive off of this. Like a, it looks like ro- a giant overpass. We talked about overpass. it. Yeah. No, we have not talked no. about it. No, and um, and they dive into essentially like a puddle, two feet of water, like max. And and Steve, this is like at least three three meters high. That's it's common. There was a, a variation on a case where they where they tie ropes. Are they? T- no, 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 no. They're just jumping different. into the they water. They're literally well, belly stupid. flopping in a puddle. No, it's, it's, and essentially a puddle. Like, I couldn't. I, I watched it once, and I was like, I can't. I can't. Beth, watch this I saw again. another one. It was a guy dressed as Batman, and he, and he 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 jumped from like it seemed like ten yards from where it it uh, the road ends, and and then they go slow motion, and then sure enough, I was like, oh, that's the same place. And but, the kid was fu- he was he was the one that you sent me. He jumped right back up, climbed up the wall, and. There, away. There's a way to distribute your body yeah. surface. That's what it is. Yeah, to do it, and people so, are crazy that do it. Correct. But, but they, you can be done, and people die doing it, obviously, yeah, and get severely injured. If you do it right, the mortician should have very little difficulty putting you back together. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, back to the water fountains, though. Here's what bothers me about this: is that it's been 20 years. They have not turned them on. Well, what are you doing? Get then get rid of it. Do something else there. I know, but they look nice. But do not get rid of it. They could look nicer. Yeah, but you, you, we can't use them. They can't use it. Right. So, like, either fix it or or do you like something my hummus nice idea? I, I mean, listen. At least <laughs> it's hummus. You know yeah. what? Cheap so Does hummus go bad? Hummus it's, it's is a little yeah, it goes yeah. bad. But yeah, Kath, you're right. Like, bad. you could fill it with soil and turn it into like a garden around something it. Or nice. absolutely. Mm-hmm. Cheese would work better. Cheese would work better. Because that flows oh. better than uh You can get a hummus. fountain wit or a fountain without. Yeah. Yeah, wit or without. Cheese fountain. I love it. I love that. So anyway, if you were ever wondering why, that's why. Uh, they, 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 they would shut it down from time to time for people getting injured. But for the most part, it's just it's deteriorated. And it would be, I would imagine, a very expensive to fix. And it's uh, it's city-owned property, Kathy. That's part of it. I mean, that's, you know. Yeah, I know. That we have, we got other issues than the fountains. like the collapse 95. <laughs> you know, things <laughs> yeah, like yeah. that. Yeah. Um, all right. That's uh, Last City Beat Story. Thought I'd share a few things with you. All right, we're going to take a break because we have a guest who is stopping by here in our studio. Very punctual. Actually, actually in our Acme green room right now, probably uh, enjoying some tasty food that we have from Sabrina's Cafe. Uh, but we'll get her in here in just a moment. It's Tori Black that I speak of. It's going to be at Club Risque, and I'll give you the dates and times and all that stuff. But uh, let's give away one of those $50 gift cards for Sabrina's Cafe. Uh, we'll take caller number uh, 11 at 215-263-WMMR from tacos to Benedict's to loaded French toast, waffles, and sandwiches. Sabrina's Cafe, perfect daytime spot for the entire family to indulge in delicious eats in a family-friendly setting. Mm. Uh, we'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. Don't drunk text your ex. Text MMR instead at 39333. Just don't ask us, hey, you up? Because... Nah, we're good. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. Uh, on, on the web. PrestonandSteve.com Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Winning Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagle season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at AcmeSwoopinAndWinGame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. 
Window Nation. You feeling the heat? Mm, are you? High temps aren't the only thing that are getting you hot under the collar. Wait till you see those energy bills. The solution? Call my friends at Window Nation for new energy efficient windows. And right now you get 50% off any style window. Bows, bays, double hung, sliders. 50% off. Plus zero down, zero payments, and 0% interest for 24 months. And this week only, you can receive an additional 10% off. 866-90NATION or go to windownation.com and tell them we sent you. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Our next guest is going to be performing at uh, Club Risque in the Northeast tonight, 10 o'clock. Philly tomorrow at 10 and midnight and Bristol on Saturday at 10 and midnight. And not only is she an award-winning adult film star, but is the 2023 Playboy Playmate of the Year. How about that? Wow. Tori Black hey. is here this morning. Good morning, good morning. How are you? I'm doing nice. Nice to see you, Tori. Nice to see you as well. We were having uh, an extended discussion about your veganism off air before we started here because we have all this great food from Sabrina's, but you're you're not going to dive into any of that. No, no. I am actually, it's one of my favorite topics of discussion. You are the first person I've ever met that says that they've never eaten meat or fish, meat or seafood in their entire life. I have to say it might be somewhat of a running joke in my industry. <laughs> well, of course. Yeah, yeah I'm, sure, okay. I'm sure you get that. Yeah. But, uh, it has to be, right? Yeah. You definitely had meat. But yes. Okay. I definitely had meat. Um, but your parents got you started, right? Yeah. So they had to have. We, we used to work with someone who had a dog that tried, this is way a long time ago, and I'm like, Oh, she tried to veganize her dog. Like, the dog yeah. is is a different a different thing, and the dog, you know, started to get sick and so on and so forth. But that was years ago. It was a much more bleak thing to have to deal with. I mean, so for your life, I, you're kind of like a hero in that community because to do that that stretch of time when the food stunk and you had to be really creative. Well, I think the biggest thing is cooking at home. You yeah. know what you like to eat. You but, know the flavor profiles that you enjoy, and you teach yourself. So, but uh, when you're at, when you're out and you're an entertainer and you're out going all over the place or doing what you're doing, how do you do that? Do you do you, you, have you, find, you find the little uh, little tricks and little ways to get around things. Right. So there's always a pizza place that's open, and you could just ask for no cheese. Um, so that is a really easy way to get mm. a vegan meal in. You can load it up with all the veggies that you like, and at least you're going to get something, something in, in the stomach. ballpark. Yeah, so... Hey, on uh, on uh, adult film sites, on, on porn sites, on, on when you're doing a movie, uh-huh. are, do they have, is there catering? Uh, it really depends on how long your day is going to be. So we have things called features and things called gonzo scenes. Right. So a gonzo scene is really pretty straightforward. The setup is maybe 15 to 30 minutes out of your day. And the rest of it is the uh, fun stuff. Um, <laughs> however, on feature sets, it's much like a regular feature where you're shooting a lot of dialogue. There's a lot of different characters involved. There's definitely people on set who are not necessarily performing. That will be catered. All right. The industry as it is now, gonzo versus is uh, feature what? What's oh, the Gonzo. right? It has to be it's cheaper. Uh, it's quicker. And the internet to the point. The fans the, the like fan it. Fan right? sites that are taking over right now. Even big companies aren't even shooting the way they used to. Now yeah. it's it's uh, creators creating content on their own terms, and that's never going to be a feature. So, Tori, yeah. I was watching an, an interview with you, and you're getting into the the specifics of, of how just the internet and OnlyFans culture. And how that has changed, it's its a miraculous thing. We used to often think that the, the adult film industry determined what was going to be the predominant video format, VHS, right. over the course of years. And, and, and the sway that it had, 
and how it's had to change and adapt. Um, you you got in at the point where it was um, DVD. DVD, right? Mm-hmm. So you're like an OG as far as that goes. That's right. Has that worked to your benefit or did that leave you in the dust a little bit? Uh, you know, it actually worked to my benefit because I kind of have a built-in fan base that has been super loyal and consistent and follows me wherever I go. Right. I feel like the pool now is so large and everyone is a content creator that it's harder to stand out. Um, so I think actually it gave me a leg up in the competition. And, and here's a double entendre, but so but does the does the cream rise to the top uh, in this case because you you. We see it with people who become YouTube personalities, and they'll go to the local comedy clubs, and they'll they don't know how to handle an audience. They don't know what they're doing per se. They don't know how to work with the public because they're solely through you know that detached media. Is that where you benefit? I definitely think there's a huge difference. There's a lot of people who just put out mass volumes of content to make their money, and that was not how I was brought up in the industry. For us, it was much more quality over quantity, and so I think that does play into my success and my continued um, success in the industry, despite the fact that I'm not a content creator, much as these younger girls are. Do you believe, because we'll see these crazy dollar figures for these OnlyFans accounts. Do you believe those are legit or is is it being hyped? Well, I think there are a lot of people who are hyping and yeah. the people that are actually making hand over fist um, are not talking about it. Okay. All <laughs> but right. they, they are out there. There's people who are, I mean, making just obscene amounts of money. You mentioned younger girls. How old were you when you got in the industry? 18. 18 years old. So, like, you were, did you know before you were 18 that it's what you wanted to do? Oh, absolutely not. No? No. <laughs> okay. No. I uh, needed a summertime job, and my college got out a little later than most people, so I was left with not very many options, and somehow, through Craigslist, I wound up in an agent's office. Craigslist. And Craigslist, wow. yeah. Which and, would have uh, been... you. Which you would have been warned against, but, you know, well, yeah. it, it could be problematic. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Looking back, I don't know how I made it this long, but here I am alive and kicking. So, yeah. so grateful for that. But, no, I. Uh, they offered, they said, do you want to make $20,000 a month? Um, I'm a broke college student. Excuse <laughs> yeah. me. Yes. Um, so, I ended up... I was thinking I was doing it for the summertime, and it wound up a career. You were okay, in- so so I'm sorry to interrupt, no, no. See, but but at first, at the very beginning, if you hadn't thought about doing that type of thing, and you you answered this ad, and, and, and did you know ahead of time? Before? Absolutely not. I and thought that, I was going were, back to school. Did you have to? Did you say no at first, or did you go okay? I was pretty wild. I was like, let's okay. do it. Let's <laughs> do it. I was a wild child. Okay. Were you I- nervous at the first? The first film, I guess, for about five minutes, and then it was gone. You were no kidding. (laughs) Okay, you described something that was pretty funny. You had sort of an understanding with your mother. I will call and let you know that I'm I'm safe, and then I don't want you to ask me any questions or anything. Oh, you heard? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I uh, I was it was very it was uh, aggressive on my end, but I definitely called and said I will leave you voicemails and tell you that I'm okay because I want you to know I'm okay. I don't want you to worry. But I really don't want to chat right now, Mom. But you, so <laughs> you, you, you know you what you were doing? Yeah. She did not at the point uh, that I left that voicemail. Um, she It took about two weeks for me to be discovered by friends and family uh, online. It wow. was very Just quick. Just two weeks? Just two weeks. It, was, it you, was a very big sight. Was it the son of your mother's best friend? Yes. 
It was. Oh and he told his mother, and she's a very big gossip. Oh, and no. immediately she called my mother instead of calling me. She had pretty much raised me. She was a second mom. Yeah. And wow. instead of calling me or saying anything to me, she went straight to my mom. And then what I heard next was... Uh, very, very high pitch. I have no idea what she said. It was, it was, it was very high pitch. Where were you going to school at the time? Uh, Western Washington University. And and do you think uh, or do you care about um, former um, students finding out about it? Like, did, did it become a gossip thing? No, we actually talked about it before I left. The trip was planned out, and I sat there with everyone. Like, they thought it was cool. Uh, you know, it was very party-hardy. And uh, I'll leave it at that because I was 18. It was very, everyone was very excited for me. They were like, we're going to know somebody in the industry. Wow. <laughs> and little did they know that I was going to end up the person that I was. But yeah. but I had people come to me years later and they're like, you never came back for us. And I was like, <laughs> no. No, <Yeah. laughs> I didn't. Well, you, what you, do you do now, though, with videos? Because you have kids, right? I do. And they're, are they boys? Uh, I have an older boy and a younger girl. So, like, what what are you going to do when they get old enough to find We're going to have a chat. Okay. And, you know, I, I honestly... I was very worried about it for a very long time until I really sat down and thought about it. And what do I want to express? What are the what are the key um, morale points that I want to hit? And I really want to make it known that it's important that everyone has their own boundary and their own uh, set of um, moral structure that they live by. And it's um, important that we all appreciate and respect each other's differences. So what I'm comfortable with is not not going to be what you're comfortable with. And the biggest thing is we all just need to love and respect each other. And there's a time and a place for that conversation. And, uh, you know, you, you, you live in Hawaii now, right? I do. I think oh. they. I think they won't ask a lot of questions. Hey, you if know, the family's we're, we're living, living in Hawaii. Life. We're living the life. Oahu? Living, uh, yeah, Oahu. Yeah, yeah. Honolulu. Oh mm-hmm. my God, I'm so jealous of you. <laughs> I know. I was just describing my downtime while my kids are at school. I was like, you know, I get my workout in. I come back home. I put on my bikini and lay out on my deck. And <laughs> you know, that's pretty much what I do year round. Oh. So yeah. uh, th- that is. I want to get back there so bad. It's it's gorgeous. I mean, it, yeah. it, 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 it's having. But so you you were born in. Seattle? Yep. Then you moved to the East Coast, did you? And I was in Florida briefly when uh, I first began, and okay. then I moved very quickly over to L.A. I wonder if, if because I, I would have to say overall, with so many people and so many celebrities and so many people who've, who have entered into the OnlyFans thing with, like, Bella Thorne and, you know. They, Ooh, that was a rough one. Yeah, it was, was a rough, rough one. one. There was the Maitland most Ward, amount of chargebacks. That OnlyFans has ever had oh, with Bella Thorne okay. because of false promises. She came and yep. said that she was going to have nude photos, right? And they were implied nude. Oh, and I no. think it was upwards of a million plus in yeah. chargebacks. People oh. saying that was not what you promised. <laughs> yeah, it's me. bait and switch. Yeah, yeah, you can't do that. Yeah. And so OnlyFans changed their entire policy structure based on her. Isn't that wild? Little thing. We were not very happy about it. Let's it, just say. yeah, I would sure. imagine it, 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 because it. it extracts from your credibility. Yes. Well, it changed their relationship with credit cards. Yeah. So credit card companies were trying to pull out. It was it huh. was just a mess. Tori, I'd like to draw an analogy, if I may. Um, I love stand-up comedy, and uh, I've gone to a bunch of stand-up comedy uh, you know, uh, clubs over the years. And every now and then, like a movie star who's in funny movies will come in and try to do stand-up. And the stand-up itself isn't that great. It's right. a funny person. So when you're touring the country and doing clubs like you're doing, right. and you go and you see a dancer who is great at what she is doing, are you ever intimidated by it? Or do you know that people are coming to see you in the first place? So I am not house dancer. I can do some pole tricks, but I'm very aware of my wheelhouse. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. 
Um, I know what I bring is energy. I bring a big smile. I'm down to earth, and people love to interact with me for those reasons. I mean, pole dancers are so impressive. The, they're the, so impressive. We, it's, we it's have their seen, athletics. You no, know, I, it's I, crazy. I clap and throw money. Yeah. I, I am a fan. <laughs> I so I am not intimidated in that same way. I don't. I know. I know my lane. Yeah, and I know that they're coming to see me for other reasons. So I don't I don't try to be like that. I don't expect myself to be like that. I appreciate the beauty that's there. I appreciate the dedication, the hard work, because that takes so much work and consistent work. It's not easy for your body and it's impressive. With perceived um accessibility, right? Mm-hmm. No, because because it's I think people feel more connected to I mean you can tweet it so celebrity and maybe have them respond. If you have the only fans, it's part of it. There's almost like a um quasi relationship vibe how do you how do you maintain boundaries well see that is that is definitely the most difficult part of this only fans era is uh, there was a level of demure behind a screen right. during the DVD era. And now you find that most people can handle the consistent interaction without becoming, let's say, creepy. Right. <laughs> um, just to put it nicely. Right, yeah. um, but they're definitely the outliers that really feel like they are inside your life. They are a big piece of your life. And mm. it's hard because you that's what you're selling. So people come to adult stars because they want to pretend like that's the girlfriend. Right. So you're really playing with fire in that sometimes you get a little too close to people who are not mentally strong enough to keep that boundary. Um, so the hardest part is uh, the the in-person meets. I'm- so I think it's just, it's about being aware and when you're confronted with someone who's a little too close sure cutting it off before it's too far yeah so you're a performer in the industry is there anything else you want to do in the industry besides that being uh, a performer? not actually in the industry okay. but i i really want to make a vegan food truck <laughs> yeah. a food truck okay I make a food here's truck. your home here uh, so algorithm is was uh i just had algorithm right. it was really? so good it was the 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 food truck of the year for philadelphia magazine and they just catered a charity event my wife and i i did and, and they're sensational i mean this i ate the hell out of it <laughs> yesterday. I sure did. I had their vegan cheesesteak, but I had it the breakfast style with the tofu and the hash brown on top. Yeah. Absolutely delicious. Awesome. So, that's cool. Um, I wanted to ask about uh, Playboy, Playmate of the Year. Yeah. Um, has someone who's been in adult film gone on to be the Playmate of the Year before? Has that ever happened? Uh, you know, I haven't done my research on the, in that department. I don't, um, I don't think so. So, for yeah. a long time, Playboy actually used to not, they used to disassociate with people in the adult industry, yep. which really frustrated me for a long time. I do know Jesse Jane was involved with Playboy for a little while. Um, I want to say Jenna Hayes was as well. There were a couple girls that um, definitely crossed into more mainstream, quote unquote, uh, areas. And so Playboy for a long time was considered mainstream f- it from our perspective right. because they didn't associate. Um, as far as Playmate of the Year, I'm not really certain uh, if they were awarded that title. What I do know is that Playboy is really uh, gearing up towards uh, shifting towards a more natural um, the natural vibe of women's bodies and embracing uh, less Photoshop and, you know, different shapes of bodies, which is a really big deal. And that's, I think, why they... They've had me. to uh, okay. go through a number. I mean, I remember for a while they had, they tried to compete. It's funny if you look over the course of the years, how mm. all of these things have changed. When Maxim and FHM and all those magazines were very popular, 
Playboy changed their style. They even had a, an online magazine called Smoking Jacket, I think it was. Oh, I don't think yeah. I've heard of that. So it was, it was geared nice. to be a competition to Maxim, and then, and then they kind of disappeared. And, yeah. and so I think everyone's still trying to figure out how to jockey for position when all of this accessibility through OnlyFans and, and online stuff. I mean, it's crazy what just, if you just go through a regular Twitter stream, what pops up. You know, the, you know, the, such is the way is business. You yeah. know, you have to you have to adapt and evolve with changing times, and it's no different for the adult industry. It's just absolutely incredible how much it's shifted. And I want to say the tube sites are really what initiated the transition. And ever since then, everyone has been on their toes trying to shift their business model and adapt to the new ways. Legally, it was crazy because I remember that. Remember, this was all that, it was almost like when when uh, a Napster. You, you know, yeah. it was the craziest sort of part thing. was when the people that were stealing the content to create these tube sites then had enough money and funding from the um, the commercials they were airing turned around and propositioned the companies they were stealing from. <laughs> <laughs> that crazy. actually happened. It's crazy. I man. actually sat down and interviewed the founder of YouPorn, and it was probably the most eye-opening, incredible few minutes of my life. I was just... Yeah. Just that. can you imagine being the founder of you? <laughs> wow. Yes. Yeah. Yes, I can. Yeah. yeah. Uh, by the way, if you're just tuning in, it's uh, Tori Black who's going to be at Club Risquet. Uh, all of their locations. She'll be in the Northeast tonight at ten. Uh, tomorrow in Philly at ten and midnight, and then Bristol at ten and midnight as well. I want to ask you a question, and uh, I want to phrase this properly. When people say to you, because you're very pretty, you're very, you know what it. it I don't want you know. Do you, know you, you know the default compliment. You're too pretty to be in porn. Well, yeah, kind of, kind of like that I've because you know yeah. there's there are certainly a lot of hot people in porn, but pretty is a different category than hot. I think you know what uh, I hear. What you're and saying. how do you take that compliment? Uh, well. Um, I think that everyone's personality is geared towards different things. There was definitely a moment in my life where I considered doing mainstream modeling. And my biggest issue with that was there was so many things that I was going to have to compromise and let go of inside my head and in my mind. You really give your body to an industry in a way that I don't think that I have, which is interesting. Um, it does sound interesting that you're, you're phrasing it that way. Yeah. Yes. Uh, you do give your body and your health and a lot of your um, mental health to an industry. And it just simply was not in my in my comfort zone, which is interesting to say it that way. But I, I didn't feel like I was going to be successful or comfortable staying in modeling as it was. Because when I was, when I was gearing up to do it, you know, the twig body was in. And oh. you really had to break your body for that. Yeah. It's, not, it's not, most people don't come by it naturally. Um, and I would say that I'm more athletic than anything else. Mm -hmm. And at least in the adult industry, it's much more welcoming for body diversity. Um, is there more ownership you believe if you're, if you're these days, it seems to be the industry is in in large part controlled a lot by the women. Does that, is that that the case? That is new. That's new. Okay. (laughs) And I want to say that I had a part in shifting that. (laughs) Thank you. Because I didn't really take any any BS from anybody. Okay. Um, and, and that was a really big thing. Um, there was giant companies, and then there were women who were starting to really step out um, and become stars. And the stars started to say, 
I'm the star, and I am going to say what goes. This is my body, my choice. Uh, this is who I want to be. This is what I want to represent. And that became more powerful than the company. Mm. It's fascinating to me, you know, because I'm, I'm 47, and uh, Casey and I are the same age. And growing up, you know, you would have magazines, and occasionally a VHS tape would work its way into your collection. But now, whatever your kink is, whatever you want, whatever turns you on... Go get it. It, it takes you 30 seconds, not even. It takes you three seconds on your phone, and it's there, and... Is that good for the industry? Is that good? <laughs> Let me ask you a big question. Is that good for society? Toward life? No, I mean, like, it's got to be interesting from your perspective because whatever you want is there right at your fingertips. So this is actually one of my favorite parts of that interview that I was actually just mentioning um, was the idea of the search bar. Yeah. Uh, because, because it gave the industry so much more information that we never had, which was essentially all of the different little niches that people would look up and hope to find content for. So knowing what people were looking for and not finding became the most powerful tool. You had analytics. Mm-hmm. You, had, you had the corner on a market that nobody even knew existed. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden, you one of the largest search terms was massage. Wow. As basic and simple as that sounds, our industry was not focused on massage-based movies. And all of a sudden, people were shooting them left and right. Sleep fetish. People like women who are sleeping. Okay. And that that is something that, you know, we weren't thinking about. Oh, just have the pretty girl lay there. Do nothing. Sleep, yeah. So, so this search, <laughs> this search bar changed everything for everyone. Well, you know, Pornhub, oh my God, Pornhub was providing for, for when when surveys are done, they will call from their database and provide it to legitimate news sources to talk about when internet traffic is skipped up. It's so weird. It's bizarre. Tori, you have to love when you, when you you get a sheet that says you're going to be doing sleep porn today. <laughs> I'm just going to lay down. Uh, to this for day, a half I am hour. so I'm so mad because I was never booked for one. Damn it! <laughs> All right, I money ever start. made. I was never booked for Attractive one. woman eats delicious vegan meal porn. Oh, no. I, You know, the mukbang thing, people really love oh, it. Yes? And they do want to watch Wait, me eat. That's the Korean, Korean women eating Korean. food. Like, and, and, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's and, just, can a white lady it's do no, that? It's, it's eating noises. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know what? Depending on what you're eating, and I think <laughs> you could definitely make it sensual. Wow. I mean, there's always <laughs> yeah. been food porn. If I, I posted a video of me eating a dragon fruit. On yeah. Instagram, and people went wild <laughs> to the point where I thought it was going to get deleted. Man, oh, if, there is a, if there is a <laughs> if there is a subset of middle aged guys playing golf, I am get I'm starting a new career today. I, I, yeah. Honestly, I told my boyfriend to take pictures of his feet and put them up there because I, there's not? a shortage of male feet on the internet, especially straight men what? feet. It, so not not manicured, hairy toes. Oh, your dad. Like, Preston's dad is he's like some money. Yeah, make some money. Contribute. Imagine that if at this point in life your dad becomes the number one search on (laughs) porn. It actually later, way after my mom and I had settled our all of our qualms, she said, you know, I have really pretty feet. And I was like, Mom, don't you do it. She said, Do you think if you said my mom's oh I was like, that's not even we're not even going there. We're not even you're you're gonna have some people come out of the woodworks that you're not ready for. How, how long did it take you to get to that point where, where you were able to have comfortable exchanges like that with your mom? Uh, oh, it took a decade. Okay. okay. I, it wow. took, I had to become a mom. With My perspective had to shift. I right. had to calm down in a lot of uh, other scary behaviors. I think she was most worried because 
all of my behavior was wild. Okay. Um, now I've gotten to a point where it's just my career. The rest I, of me is very tame. I got did, you. Uh, did anybody else in the family go to your mom and say, listen, hey, look, Tori's building a, a career here and, you know, you should listen to her. Was there anybody that kind of had your back that way? Uh, no, not really. Yeah. I, it was definitely an uphill battle with most of my family. They're yeah. very down home, very uh, traditional kind of family. I can understand it and you can probably understand I, it. I did. And the biggest thing was it's okay if we disagree. I just really want to stay family. I just want us to have some sort of understanding where we can... Yeah not talk about career yeah. all the time. Can mm-hmm. we just hang out and have a meal together? And that took, I would say, a good decade. You know what? That's a, that, that, wow. that is tangential to politically divided families. Anything that... that yep. Get, have the family. Put that stuff to the side. Yes. Yeah. My family is yeah. actually really rough in that department as well. So yeah. it's, not, it's not only that um, my career choice was something that was a hot topic, even to this day. Yeah. Poli- Political Political conversations and ideas divide my family on a regular basis. So stay basis. away from them and love the family. Yeah, yeah, it's you know it's something that I work towards all the time. Yeah, very cool. You know, there's a food truck in our area, and they're called Corn Hub. And if <laughs> yeah. you're thinking about starting, uh, do they use a little boy as their on. their mascot? Yeah, they should. You got to see this. Oh my my they're kids, hilarious. My kids literally sing that song every day as we're going to school. They're oh, like, that little corn kid. It's yeah. Corn. <laughs> yeah, but here's their logo. They came to it. We do a thing called Food Trucks and Fireworks every year, and uh, their it. logo is just like the Pornhub logo. So if you're thinking about starting a food truck at some point. I should may- maybe, oh my gosh, can I have this? Yeah. You can have that. I'm yeah. keeping this. Yeah. <laughs> and it's I'm, I'm corn. keeping this. It's fantastic. It's really good corn. It's really good. <laughs> it is. Yeah. It's excellent. Um, the little boy is the most endearing little boy <laughs> ever. I want to hang out with him. You guys know the little boy? I don't boy? know yeah. the little boy. You don't know the little it's boy? It's he's, he's totally oh, the little boy corn. I thought yeah. there was literally a porn hub. No, no, no. Boy no. Like, how no, 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 no. It's the little, it's the yes. little boy who sings about yeah. corn. He's missing yeah. half his teeth. I yeah. don't even know yeah. how he yeah. eats the corn on the he's cob. Thrilled, yeah. But he's just so happy. Maybe I'll inspire ourselves to be this happy over anything edible yeah. at yeah. any point. I never thought he would come up in a Tory Black interview. <laughs> Here it is. Wow. It is what cool. it is. Wow. All right. So you're in town for the whole weekend. Have you done Philadelphia before? Been I, to Philadelphia before? I actually believe probably eight to ten years ago I did a radio show here. I was uh, looking around like, have I been here before? <laughs> I don't know. No, um, I used to actually dance at another club, and uh, I got stolen away by Shannon at Risque. Yeah. She has Shannon's my heart, great. and now I really don't leave the island unless it's for her. Yeah. <laughs> I Why live in you? paradise. Yeah. I, you know, I, I really want to go and travel and dance where uh, I'm happy. I don't want to go and struggle through a weekend. Can There's you, really no point. Can you Hawaiian dance? Can you hula? Can I hula? Have you, have you hula? Um, I belly dance, and I feel like hula is is very <gasps> sacred for people. Um, I can pretend, but I try not to because I want to leave it for the people who actually have an emotional connection. Okay, can you can do the belly dance thing? I belly dance. Can I see the hip thing? Can you do it? Because that thing is mesmerizing which to me. Which one? Well, the, the way you, the, you know, like Shakira it. does, the like the, the pop the thing. Yeah. Which which there's all the pops. I don't know. How about the belly thing? We're gonna okay. unbutton just okay. a little bit. Okay, we be can do that. Yes. Don't be scared. Wait, let's show uh, our oh, friends. Oh, yeah, 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 Wow. My sons can do that. That's crazy. Oh, but you they, can go the other they way, too. The, the belly in and out. I used to be out. able to go side to side. Oh. I used to be able to go side to side. And Not you can't do that anymore? 
No, after kids, you lose a little bit of birth control. <laughs> I, I definitely, imagine. I didn't. There was no surrogate. It was definitely all me. We was... saw, we saw a, a uh, hula dancer. And we were out. It was Don Ho's show in in Oahu. Yeah, it was near the end of his life. We went to we went to see Don Ho in Oahu, and uh, we actually got to sit and have a bottle of wine with him with afterwards. Don Ho. But yeah, I think it was his niece or something like that came out and and did hula, and I was just like mesmerized. This is amazing. It's very so, reverential. And she did the modern version of it, not the with, grass skirt and everything. With but. all of with all of that hip movement and isolation, really the longer you do it, the more warmed up you are, your hips can really go. Yeah, so if yeah. I, if obviously right now I'm, I'm cold. I haven't, I've been, I just woke up. <laughs> but if I were to like warm up and be moving for like 30 minutes, they will just, they have a mind of their own. Yeah. They definitely do go, but it takes a minute for your body to loosen and warm up just like any other, any other exercise or dance. Kathy, you've tried it, right? Uh, yeah, they used Belly? to have it at my salsa dancing studio. Okay. Uh, so I took a couple of classes. You, yeah. Did you get any good at it? I or? used uh, so I was able to do that. Um, I don't know what they call it, but basically where you're you're lifting your hip and putting it, yeah, like and putting and taking it up and down and just moving the hips because isolating the hips, doing a figure eight, and you could do a figure eight vertically or you could do it horizontally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you could do both direct. You could really do anything you want with your hips. Yeah, and they had like our the, hips are awesome. <laughs> <laughs> the little skirts that made noise and stuff like that. We a would shimmy put those, belt. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So That's I used to. Cool. I used to do actually in Washington. We we did fairs sometimes, and I had finger symbols too. So ah, Middle Eastern sort of. Yeah. Yes, finger symbols, and I had a shimmy belt. Super sexy. I was I was set up for success. Yeah. All right. Well, you can see Tori. Like I said. I'll hit those uh, times and days again. Uh, Clubberscade in the Northeast tonight at 10 o'clock. Uh, Philly tomorrow, 10 at midnight. And then Bristol, uh, 10 and midnight on Saturday. And if you need to get the listing and all that stuff, you can go to clubberscade.com. How about social media and stuff like that? Yeah, my Instagram is Tori Black OFCL. No underscore, no anything else because I have the most fakers on oh, really? Instagram. So many fake accounts. So it's Tori Black OFCL. Okay. Just straight like that. There O-F-C-L. we go. Excellent. All right. Uh, it's wonderful to meet you. Thank you for being here and enjoy your time in Philadelphia at Club Yeah, Rescue. thanks you guys for having me. Our it's pleasure. been a blast. Tori Black, everyone. Yeah. We're going to take a break and we'll come back in a second. Stay with us. Brent Porsche, Saturday from 11 to 1 at the Fishtown Grocery Outlet as part of their two-day Go Grillin' giveaway in celebration of grilling season and Father's Day. One customer per hour will win a grill kit with an insulated tote bag, baby back ribs, burgers, and bacon-wrapped beef fillets. Grocery Outlet has everything you could want for this grilling season. I mentioned the uh, the Blood Drive shirt. There's another cool shirt you can get if you join me for the uh, Crohn's and Clytus Foundation Take Steps Walks going to be Sunday, June 25th at the link. And yes, if you uh, if you make a donation and register for Team Preston WMMR, we are called the Shart Breakers, and you'll get a Shart Breakers Team T-shirt as well. I love it. It's a heart made out of poop uh, that is part oh, of the logo. Right. Yes, Crohn's and Colitis Foundation. So yeah, there's like I said, there's a lot of poop right, theme right, right. Uh, uh, teams that walk, and it's part of the fun of the event. But it's for a very serious cause. Those who have uh, issues with IBD, uh, it's severely painful. It's debilitating. Some 
people can't stand the pain and, and can lead to some pretty drastic things. So it's important uh, that we find cures uh, for these issues that people have. So if you could join, that'd be fantastic. I've been doing this event for years. We have a blast. And again, it's Sunday, June 25th at the link, and there's live music and all kinds of activities and foods and inflatable, the food and inflatables and things like that. And I host it, and I would love for you to be there. So you can go to PrestonAndSteve.com or WMMR.com and sign up. But do that now, if you could, please. We're going to do the Bizarre File. Now, <laughs> WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre File. All right, a few stories to pass along to you. And we'll begin with uh, this bizarre and messed up story. An Indianapolis woman who transported babies across the city in a milk crate strapped what? to a bicycle yeah. has been sentenced to a year in prison for neglect of so, a dependent. So... The the baby it wasn't like there was a, any padding in the in the crate. Oh, no, they no. were just stuck in this crate. Yep. Police officers arrested 36 year old Blossom Kirby after multiple witnesses called 911. Several callers said that they had seen Kirby riding a bicycle on the city's east side and almost fall off the bike. One man said he thought that Kirby was transporting toys in the milk crates attached to the bike. By then, he saw an arm move inside, and soon after, he and his co-workers approached Kirby and saw that uh, what was inside the milk crate, two unrestrained two-month-old twin babies. Uh, the co-workers at uh, the restaurant Just Pizza contacted medics after noticing that the babies were inside and seeing Kirby almost hit her bike on a curb. Witnesses said Kirby struggled to stay awake while waiting for police and would occasionally come at to and start yelling. Uh, once officers found her, they told them, uh, she told them that uh, she always transported her children that way. Well, that's comforting. And she didn't have a car and didn't see anything wrong with it. Uh, the two babies were inside a milk crate attached to the front of the bike with a bungee cord and were only wearing diapers. Temperatures were in the mid-80s at the time, and they had, like, sunburn and stuff like that. It was terrible. So this thank, woman... Thank God they found them. ...is going to prison. A British man was detained after climbing more than halfway up the world's fifth tallest skyscraper in Seoul with only his bare hands on Monday. More than 90 emergency police and other personnel were dispatched to the 123-story, which is an 1,820-foot-tall Lot World Tower after the man was spotted scaling the building on Monday morning. Was uh, he one of these professional... Uh, yeah. Okay. So you don't just pick that up. No, he had reached the 72nd floor, which is about 1,020 <laughs> feet high. Come on. Before officials took him uh, to a gondola lift and moved him inside the building. South Korean media identified the man as a free climber named George King Thompson, where it said that he was carrying a parachute. He told police that he was going to base jump from the top of the building. He was arrested in 2019 after scaling the Shard in London, yeah, uh, which is the UK's tallest skyscraper at over 1,000 feet. After the owners of the building pressed charges against him for trespassing, he was sentenced to six months in prison and served three. There was a guy in Manhattan for years, a Spider-Man, they called him, who would do exactly that. Yeah, he's mentioned in this story. Yeah. In 2021, he climbed the 36-story Stratosphere Tower uh, in London and reached the top in less than a half hour. And he said that he picked that building because he was shocked by the flash floods that recently hit the area and wanted to raise awareness to the serious of seriousness of climate change. Yeah, that's what happened. And uh, they took him into custody. Yeah, in 2018, French climber Elaine Robert, known as Spider-Man for his daring stunt, uh, was also detained after climbing to this uh, the 75th floor of the Lot World Tower, which he was just this guy was just recently caught at. A lot of officials said they heard that he was eventually released and left South Korea. These gentlemen do know that they're elevators, right? After they told police they didn't want to press charges for obstructing or trespassing. 
Marine rescuers in England said a paddleboarder came to the assistance of three men who drifted out to sea on an inflatable duck. <laughs> the Royal National Lifeboat Institution's station said volunteers were conducting training exercises Tuesday when they received word that three men who had floated away from the Westward Ho Beach on a giant inflatable duck were stuck. We have uh, three men on a duck. A friend in a kayak attempted to push the duck to shore, but the unusual flotation vice was soon more than 650 feet from shore. Rescuers were still on their way to the scene when a man on a paddleboard ventured out to tow the inflatable duck back to the beach, and the paddleboarder was able to bring the duck close enough to shore for the three men to jump out and return to the beach. The inflatable was then thrown, uh, then blown back out to sea, by the way. I told you guys the time I was at the Inner Harbor yes. in uh, Baltimore, and we rented a paddle boat. It had a big dragon head on it. Yeah. It had a long neck and a dragon head. <laughs> what I didn't know is the dragon head acts like a sail, and if it's windy, it's a mother. you're gone, dude. Yeah. And the same thing with this giant inflatable duck. Absolutely. Or those swans, mm-hmm. same thing. Yep. A New Orleans chef reported missing and then dead, turned up alive Monday in a bizarre twist. Uh, Demetriac Scott was reported missing on June 10th. Police say that the person who made the report had not had any contact with the person via cell phone with Scott in two weeks. (laughs) Family members said earlier Monday that the Orleans Parish Coroner's Office had given them a preliminary notification that a dead body found dumped in the Ninth Ward earlier Monday was believed to be Scott. So, Scott! Uh, but shortly before before 4 p.m., as, as reporters gathered near the family's house to report on Scott's death, the missing chef suddenly walked up very much alive. Hey, guys, what's going on? He said, I've been around. He said, I've been around. I essentially just needed some time for myself. <laughs> That's it. He said, life caves in on you sometimes, and that's just what happened. That's Scott for you. Uh, he said he was truly grateful for the outpouring of concern. He said, it makes a difference. I just needed to sit and get a moment for a little while. Oh. So apparently they had found an unidentified body and thought that it was his. And You, you automatically assume a body you find is going to be Scott. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Hey, Scott. Scott? <laughs> Scott! <laughs> All right. Uh, then we'll do one more story, and then we'll wrap it up. As reports of more and more orcas capsizing or attacking boats continue to rise. A boat captain who was ambushed twice in one week is not keen to the new behavior. He said, my first reaction was, please, not again. He said, there is not much one can do. They're very powerful and smart. Marine biologists echo the sentiment that these whales are highly intelligent and adapting new habits and responding to a number of potential scenarios, including past negative experiences with boats, or even the simple pleasure of playing rough with things they, that they perceive as toys of the ocean. They're believing one of the matriarchs of a pod is the one that's teaching the others to go after these boats. Sport or spite, these whales have opened up new conversations about the lives of marine animal mammals and how to proceed to protect the whales and folks working topside on international waters. But this particular captain said he thought they he knew what they were doing. Yeah. And that is what I have in the bizarre file for you. All right, you've been so good. You've stuck around all morning long. You've spent all this time with us. We'd like to reward you. I have three pairs of tickets to see Kevin James <laughs> tomorrow at the Academy of Music. <laughs> it's the Irregardless <laughs> Tour. So we'll take callers 15... 15- <laughs> 16 and 17 at 215-263-WMMR, and we will give you those tickets. Uh, They're on sale now via KimmelCulturalCampus.org, but callers 
15, 16, and 17. You get to go. It's tomorrow night at the Academy of Music. We'll take a break and we'll be right back. It's a scientific fact. People like free shit. And at WMMR.com, you can find out how to score yourself some of that, like concert tickets, autographed gear, and even cash. Become an MMR VIP to get extra chances to enter online at WMMR.com. Preston and Steve. Their name is their address. On on the web. PrestonandSteve.com. Football's back, and this Eagle season, there are huge prizes to be won at Acme. Enter Acme Swoopin' and Win Sweepstakes, and you could win up to $10,000 cash or 2024 Eagles season tickets. And all you have to do is shop the participating items throughout the store and enter your codes from your receipt at AcmeSwoopinAndWinGame.com. Acme makes sure Eagles fans have all their game day needs to tailgate or host like a pro. Stop in to discover why football is better at Acme, the official supermarket of the Philadelphia Eagles. Free diamonds. Steven Singer is giving away free diamonds. You don't want to miss this. Everyone who purchases an engagement ring will receive a free one-carat lab-grown diamond. You must be thinking Stephen only sells real natural earthborne diamonds. Well, you're right. But Stephen will never sell a lab-grown diamond, but he will give them away. Nothing says I love you less than a lab-grown diamond. Don't be fooled. Buy real natural earthborne diamonds from a real jeweler that you can trust. Steven Singer Jewelers. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or in a showroom at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly while supplies last. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Now, back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Warm day today, comfortable day today, sunshine, 82 degrees. Uh, tomorrow, some thunderstorms, high 78, and then afternoon thunderstorms on Saturday, 76, and we're looking clear after that. I literally, yeah, was in a, a short hailstorm yesterday. Oh. Yes. Which uh, is pretty wild, because uh, every time that happens, you're like, it's hailing. You know, he's like, what? Where the hell did that go from? There was one a couple of, maybe a month ago, a month and a half ago, that was pretty substantial. Yeah. I mean, and, and it's weird. You forget, oh, yeah, the atmosphere can do that. Yeah. I was outside yeah. uh, when that happened. I was at a golf lesson, and it started hailing on us. Mm. And we're like, should we run or something? But it, there were itty-bitty little hailstones. Have you ever been in one where it's like... Yes. ...in the car, and Big. it's insanely loud? Very loud, yeah. yeah. It was, it's I, scary. I, Texas. Uh, yeah, there was one. There was, and, and the, it, it, if they were not golf ball, they were pretty close. I was in Colorado last summer, and there was one Steve in uh, Estes, which is right outside of uh, Rocky Mountain National Park. And this was in the summertime. They literally had to bring out this snow moving equipment uh, to get rid of all of the hail because that's wow. how big it was, and, and it was just it was insane, you know. Yeah. Like, but it caused traffic problems in July. It yeah. is. It is so cool. <laughs> it is. Yeah. <laughs> Thunderstorms can make it happen. So we'll see. We're supposed to get some tomorrow afternoon. All right. Um, let's ask a lesson question and give away a pair of tickets as MMR presents Bush Saturday, July fifteenth at the Excite Center. At Parks Casino in Ben Salem, the question this morning is, what movies inspired us to give away 14-inch wheels at station events? <laughs> 215-263-WMMR. Let's see if you were listening. What movie has inspired us to give away 14-inch tires at station events? 215-263-WMMR. We're going to see if you know. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR. With Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. Brought to you by Zane Western Apparel and Work Gear in Piles Grove, New Jersey. They have the brands that Dad wants. 
like Carhartt, Under Armour, and more. Online at ZaneWestern.com. What's happening, Steve? Well, The Bachelor star Zach Shalcross says he's done with reality TV and would like nothing more than to get a regular 9-to-5 job. Shalcross says the difficult part is finding a job where he can bang 30 of his co-workers. (laughs) (laughs) Amazon's Jeff Bezos spotted conducting a sexy photo shoot of his bikini-clad fiancé, Lauren Sanchez, on the deck of his new super yacht. In fact, the session was reportedly so steamy that Bezos was able to weigh anchor using his penis. Jeffrey, Jeffrey Bezos. <laughs> and finally, Glass Onion star Mo- Janelle Monet getting candid about her sexuality with British Vogue, saying she is polyamorous, non-binary, and pansexual. Monet admits that even she's a bit confused by all that and is fairly certain that one of those is a kitchen appliance. Oh. <laughs> and that's your all right, we shall see if you do indeed know the answer to this. What movies inspired us to give away 14-inch tires <laughs> at station events? 215-263-WMMR. We will go to CJ to try and get an answer. Yo, CJ, good morning. Good morning. Yeah! CJ, what movie inspired us for the tire giveaway? That'd be My Cousin Vinny. My Cousin Vinny, yes. Hang on just a second. We're going to get your information. Michelin model XGV, size 75R, 14-inch wheel. That's right. So uh, we're going to give away uh, some tickets to go see Bush Saturday, July 15th at the Excite Center at Parks Casino in Ben Salem. The show is ages 21 and over. Uh, tickets are sold out. You can text CONCERTS to 39333 for a link to the concert calendar and complete concert details. Now, Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. In my bedroom where my wife sleeps. <laughs> I leave you hanging, don't I? Oh, uh, yeah. And my children play with no. Where my children come and play with their toys. Uh, so I got a couple stories for you. A couple of songs, a couple of new songs. Uh, Ghost is set to release extended Impera box set this summer. The box set edition is due out on July 28th. Features all kinds of stuff. Uh, Impera and live from the Ministry EP double colored vinyl. Uh, etching on side D enclosed in a 3D die cut jacket with a light feature. Sounds great. Sounds yummy. Uh, 28 page Impera album booklet. Uh, is he still Papa Smurf? I believe so. Uh, Phantomime EP, or is he... It was Papa Emeritus. He was Papa Emeritus, and then he was, wasn't he a cardinal after yeah. that or something like that? Uh, anyhow, uh, yes, uh, the Phantomime EP on Black Eyes Final and with exclusive jacket artwork. Unreleased cover stay on a limited edition Orchid 7-inch single with etching on B-side, blah, blah, blah. Ah, come on! It comes with a bunch of crap. A bunch of good crap, that is. Or, yeah. if you don't like them, crap! Yeah. Nick, did you find his other character... Cardinal Copa, Copia. Card, Cardinal Copia. Was he, yeah. he was originally Leviathan. Yeah. Wow. Uh, and he became Papa Emeritus the first, second, third, and fourth. Uh-huh. And now, yeah, Cardinal Copia. Cardinal Copia. And Rabbi Ramon. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what? He should head down other religions. Yeah, yeah. Just try, right? As well. See how they go. Did you know LeBron James' middle name is Ramon? No. Yeah. He should be Rabbi Herschel Goldblatt. Just make it very, <laughs> very standard. Yeah. Uh, Aerosmith's Joe Perry remembered his one-off meeting with Kurt Cobain uh, in the early 1980s, 90s, I'm sorry. He said that um, 
He was pretty quiet. He said he just wanted to hang out. He came in the dressing room with Courtney and kind of just sat around with us. He was a normal guy. Did you ever see the Terminator? She said when he went off to the he said when he went off to the bathroom, Courtney, who was very verbal, said he loves you guys. Huh. She said he doesn't like anybody, but he loves you guys. And he said, I had nothing but respect for the guy. He was an amazing songwriter and performer. And to hear that, that was great. That is cool. He explained that he was always, that Perry was always open to new music as it sprang up. He said, record companies would have you believe that the new generation hated the last generation. And I think I was the only guy in Aerosmith that loved the Sex Pistols. And I was like, what do you, they were, uh, it was like, what are you listening to that trash for? They can't even play, but he loved them anyway. He went on to say also he went to see the Foo Fighters a few years ago. He said they asked me to come and sit in with them, and they have a warm-up room where they have all their instruments set up so that they can go in and jam. And they knew every Aerosmith song cold. I couldn't believe it. I was embarrassed. They were playing songs that I hadn't played in 30 years. Hmm. He said there was no bullets. They were fans, but... Uh, being able to play some of those early songs and know those riffs off the top of their heads, it was like, holy S. I know so, what he's talking about, though. There was that perception that uh, that's, that's old crap. They, and yet so many of those artists that were of that, you know, that grunge era and, and uh, that yeah. period loved the bands that came before them. Agreed. And I, I was surprised as I found that out, too. Yeah. You know, and especially when we found out what a fan Dave Grohl is of all kinds of music. Yeah. I mean, you know, from, from metal to disco and, and everything in between. So... Uh, that's great to hear that. Alice Cooper has just dropped uh, I'm Alice, the lead single from his upcoming album, uh, which is called Road. And that's set for release on August 25th. The collection is going to feature a bonus DVD Blu-ray featuring Alice's full live show at Hellfest 2022. And includes all the classics and rarely played gems as well. Uh, I was sad to see this story this morning. Uh, the Turtles founding member, Mark Volman, huh. who is 76 years old. He's not dead. Uh, but he's opening up for the first time about his diagnosis with Louis body dementia. Uh, That's the, what Robin Williams had. Yep. The Happy Together singer learned that he had the progressive neurological disorder in 2020 after experiencing hallucinations, tremors, and struggles with concentration. Uh, but with a new book out and a tour, uh, Volman is continuing to live a full life despite the devastating disease. The same illness that, of course, Ted Turner and Robin Williams were diagnosed with. Since his diagnosis in 2020, he's been learning to live with the challenges of the disease, including... Uh, fluctuations in cognitive ability and awareness, visual hallucination, uh, hallucinations, disturbed REM sleep disorders, and uh, tremors and Parkinson's-like movement symptoms. He also knows that what's ahead will be even more difficult. Over time, the effects of the disease will progress into a slow decline that will eventually interfere with his ability to function. But Volman says that he's choosing to accept it as an unexpected next chapter. He said, I got hit by the knowledge that this was going to create a whole new part of my life. And I said, okay. Whatever's going to happen will happen, but I'll go as far as I can. It's a healthy attitude. In the article, from the um, the author's perspective, he he talks about when he when he went in and they were taking pictures of him for this uh, for this article, which I believe is in People magazine. There at the photo shoot, and at one point he goes, "Do you see the woman sitting on the couch? Her head is bleeding." And the guy's like, "No." He's like, mm-hmm. "He's like, she's there. You don't see her." So he's like seeing. These things, but he knows enough to ask if they're if that person's being seen. Yeah, that's pretty wild. Yep. And he said after they say no, uh, uh, he says okay, and he just matter of factly returns to posing for the camera, and so it it it's real to him. Uh, but yeah, he's, that uh, woman's real. Yeah. Um, they they uh, actually hosted um, a midday show on K Rock in New York for the a Turtles. number of years. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Yeah. 
All right, and then finally, although Bruce Springsteen is forced uh, focused on his countless soundboard live shows for his monthly archival release, he might be able to do the same with his studio outtakes. Um, Nils Lofgren from the E Street Band shed light on the plethora of Springsteen outtakes currently collecting dust. He said, God knows how many hundreds of records that Bruce has in the vaults. He said, he's a prolific writer, as I've ever seen, with very high standards, and I imagine he has dozens of albums in the can. So these are alternate takes or mistakes or, you Or know. just songs that never saw the light of day. He said all this sorts of... called Thunder Julie Jerk. Excuse me! Thunder Road. Uh, he said, I don't know Julie that... Julie Jerkoff. Forgive me, Kirkoff. He said, I don't know that for sure, but it feels true. Last year, Bruce told Rolling Stone... <laughs> I have a box set of five unreleased albums that are basically post-1988. He said, for one reason or another, the timing wasn't right or whatever. I didn't put them out. I have a series of tracks of uh, of tracks albums that eventually we'll release. Some of it is older stuff that the band plays on, and some of it is newer stuff where I was conceptualizing during that period of time. Hmm. Uh, it'll give people a chance to reassess what I was doing during that time period. Also, a lot of the stuff is really weird, he said, and I can't wait to see the response to some of it. And then he laughed about it. So <laughs> that's it. That's what I have. <laughs> Music news. You know what else I have? What? Two final gift cards from Sabrina's Cafe. I can see why people are nuts for this place. Yeah, it's fantastic. The, uh, uh, the breakfast tacos were wonderful. The stuffed French toast is insane. Uh, I didn't try the chicken and waffles, but we have plenty of that, too. You're right. The, the French toast pieces are the size of large wedges of a cake. Yeah. Yeah. It's huge. Yeah. Just each one is just gigantic. All right. So I have two $50 gift cards, and we'll take callers 20 and 21 at 215-263-WMMR. And uh, Sabrina's is a perfect daytime spot for the entire family. Delicious eats in a family-friendly setting, and that's everything from tacos to Benedict's to loaded French toast, waffles, and sandwiches. They got you. Call us 2021. We'll set you up. 215-263-WMMR. We're going to take another break. Come back in a second. Wrap up the program. Stay with us. What's new? Glad you asked. The Revivalists. Lincoln Park. The Hooters. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WNMR. Today has been an enjoyable day. It's been a roller coaster of merriment and mirth. We've had interesting guests on the program. We've had great food. I'm going to do a list of thank yous of everybody who was a part of that. Uh, we had John Fife, first of all, who is the head coach of the crew team at St. Joe's Prep. And they're on their way uh, to the prestigious Henley Royal Regatta in England. And they're they're actually doing a fundraiser tonight, so they need some help uh, covering the cost. And so it'll be tonight, 6 o'clock, at Robert M. Gillen Jr. Boathouse on Kelly Drive. That's Boathouse Row, yes. right? Yeah. yeah. So if you've always wanted to go to one of those boathouses... This is a cool opportunity <laughs> yes, to do yes. it and uh, and raise some money for these guys. I've only been to one. I went to the um, uh, the Vesper uh, house for uh, a charity event one night. It was really 
really cool. It is kind of this. The one I was in, maybe I was at that same one. I'm not sure, but it was. You uh, weren't there that same night, but you may have been in that yeah, same yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, it's out. You go, go out on deck out on the river and stuff, and it, usually cocktails and things like that. Now, this is the high school event. I don't know if there's going to be drinks or not, but. Yeah. Uh, it was really cool, and you can check them out at sjprep.org for information. And then... There is going to be drinks, by the way. If, okay. you're, if they're under uh, 21, they have to be there with a parent. All right. And then we had the... Uh, well, he told us to call him Mr. Big. Yeah. Uh, but he is the Sultan of Slojamistan. <laughs> and his real name is Randy Williams, and it's the world's newest nation, uh, the Republic of Slojamistan in California. He was actually a really funny, nice guy. Uh, and then finally, Tori Black, yeah, adult film star, and she was awesome. One of the best adult film stars we've ever had on this program, and she's going to be at Club Risque Northeast tonight, Club Risque Philly tomorrow, and then Club Risque Bristol on Saturday night. And also, finally, thank you very much to Sabrina's Cafe. Yes, brought by a bunch of wonderful dishes for us to have uh, this morning, and you can check them out at Sabrina's. Cafe.com. So big thank yous all the way around. Pierre is here and Pancake. Or no, I thought you were Pancake. I looked out of the corner of my eye. It's Marcus who is here. It's Marcake. Guys. Good day. Good day. Nice to see y'all. To what do we owe this wonderful surprise? Well, today is an anniversary. And uh, it was two years ago today, not a happy anniversary per se, but it was two years a day, uh, today that we uh, lost the rabbi. Ah, and uh, due to COVID, one of the almost a million people, I think, in America alone that that horrible disease took from us. And um, it feels kind of like a it feels like a nightmare that's behind us, but yet happened, you know, when you look right. back yes. on it. Uh, but uh, at any rate. Uh, Rabbi was one of those victims, unfortunately, and um, we've been thinking about doing this for some time, and Marcus had pointed out that today is the anniversary, correct? Correct. And, and you were very tight with him and his family. Yes, and it's sort of surreal that, it, you know, it's been two years, and Rabbi, as we all know and got to work with him, was probably the kindest and purest soul in radio ever, and it's... Yeah, he's tough. missed a lot. Yeah. Well, he's still, you know, loved. And so we wanted to uh, honor him, and we've been talking about doing this. So I would I like to uh, premiere oh, the latest frame that we have uh, in his honor. That's awesome. Uh, which actually is somewhat three-dimensional in that it has his yarmulke on it. Yes. His WMMR yarmulke. Oh, my God. Not a yarmulke. And, well, he had several. Yeah. But he had one, uh, or maybe even a couple, that had the MMR logo. Yep. That's one I always saw him wearing. And... Uh, so um, our great uh, framer, Gail Fogel from uh, Original Images, uh, helped out by Marissa and Sarah put this together, and I, I just received it from her. Uh, so it's got pictures of uh, Rabbi with Chris Cornell, uh, Rabbi with a monkey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, with um, Kirk. Kirk, Kirk Emmett yeah. from uh, Metallica, Rabbi on stage getting crazy, uh, looking at some metal show he would... The the uh, the the many confusing confusing and fascinating things about Rabbi was that he was as religious as you could get an Orthodox Jew. Yes, and his faith an was very important. Metalhead. Yeah, hard it's common in the Orthodox head. community. Yeah, I know a lot of Orthodox Jewish metalheads. No, seriously, yes, seriously. Okay. Wow. Uh, so. But yeah, he was he was he was just a diehard music fan and oh, just yeah. a sweetheart of a guy. I can't think of a better word to use than sweetheart. 
of uh, what a what a just a nice soul he was, and uh, and obviously MMR was was deep in his in his heart. Yeah, he was our musical director from uh, twenty two thousand three to twenty sixteen. The lower picture is um, of a great challenge. He came in the studio one day and said, "If you will go to heavy metal show, any heavy metal show, I will go to a dead show." And so I said, "You're on." And I the show he picked was effing Slayer. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> he picks Slayer. Yeah. And so Trial this picture fire. is Sarah, Rabbi, Jackie, me, and Brent Porsche at the Slayer show at the Tower <laughs> Theater. Now, true to his word, uh, months later, when Dead and Company played at um, the Wells Fargo Center, he actually uh, put on... Someone made him a tie-dyed yarmulke. I gave him my tie-dyed lab coat. <laughs> and uh, he twirled with Sarah and me on the floor at Dead and Company and had a marvelous time. It's nice. great. Well, uh, we uh, present that today. It's a beautiful tribute. That's wonderful. And that goes up uh, in the hallways yeah, of MMR. We're to find a place of honor to hang it. And um, there you are. What do you think, Marcus? I think it's beautiful. And it definitely gives us a feel for who Rabbi was. Yeah. And. Yep. yep. Good yep. stuff. Originalimages.net uh, is Gail's website. She does all our framing. Originalimages.net. And she's incredible. This is three-dimensional. It's a shadow box. So it's very deep. And it's actually got... Uh, I said, how did you get his uh, yarmulke to stick? Um, and she goes, I sewed it into the oh, wow. actual no um, okay. fabric or the frame. It's wonderful. That's uh, awesome. Beautiful. So she really spent a lot of time on this and did a great job. But uh, Very cool. Today's his oh. anniversary of his passing, and isn't it uh, in the Jewish faith that you, uh, on the first anniversary, you do the unveiling? I don't quite yes. understand. How's that? Yeah, work? you unveil the uh, you unveil the stone at the uh, cemetery, and one of the things that you do when you visit the grave is you bring a rock from your house, right? And, place it on there, and you place it on the grave. And of course, when you're there, you say the mourner's Kaddish and. I actually have not been to his gravestone yet. I have the stone picked out. I actually have my rock. Okay. okay. It's up in New York, right? Yeah. Cool. Um, um, well, so I thought that that would be cool that we would honor, and I'd ask Marcus to come in and great. join us yeah. for that. Well, let's take a moment to uh, acknowledge yes. Marcus and the ACS Bikeathon. That was part Thank two. You. And uh, what you guys managed to pull off this year, man. Tell <laughs> us about that. It was a great year. We had 179 riders. We... Uh, or so far at 93,000, 94,000 raised. Last year we hit 130. We still have two and a half months to, or two months, yeah, about two and a half months to complete fundraising. Team WMMR was incredible, and we had a lot of fun. I got caught in a really nice train of Team WMMR riders that I rode the last, like, 55 miles with, and... We were drafting off of each other, and everything was flowing in sync, and it was so much fun. It's cool. It, it was a great day. It didn't get too hot. The sun didn't get oppressive. The headwinds at times were challenging, but overall, it was a beautiful day, and it, it it's just such a great day every year. How many members? How many team We members? had 179 team riders this year again, and wow. thank you again to all the Team WMMR riders for being awesome this year. It was a blast. Excellent. But this is what we mean when we say putting Philly first. Mm-hmm. People like Marcus doing this uh, ride. Casey does another one uh, in a month or so. Tomorrow is the big blood drive where we'll all be out. 
Camp Out for Hunger, events large and small that the station supports in any way we possibly can uh, is putting Philly first. Yep, absolutely. Congratulations, Marcus. Thank you, man. Great job, Marcus. Great job. All right, here, shall we get the letter of the day? I think it's time. Here we go. Preston and Steve on 93.3 WMMR. Now, the Daily Letter. All right, the President and Steve Show is brought to you today by the letter. E as in educate. All right, and one more to go tomorrow. We'll give it away. $500 from the Bagster. Yeah. The Bagster is the most convenient and affordable way to help with your home cleanup, but uh, you can buy it at any home improvement store, fill it, and simply schedule your collection, and it is gone. Clean it up with the Bagster. Mm, yeah. It's a dumpster <laughs> in a bag. Uh, what's up on the show today, Pierre? I thank you for asking. It will be a wild day. We have a block of Alice Cooper, a block of Rob Zombie, and um, Dead and Company. I'm wearing one of my many dead shirts. Uh, by the way, Brent Porsche gave me these wicked vans. They're tie-dyed vans. Oh, those are awesome. Aren't they cool? Oh, yeah. You and, like Varishnikov uh, with the way you raise that leg. Well, <laughs> it takes a slight crane to get the foot up that high. Um, but uh, so in honor of Dead and Company at uh, Pierre's Good Citizens Baseball Park this evening, we're going to, at 1 o'clock, start a block, which I think will go at least a couple of hours. Nice. So I know you'll be there with me tonight in the pit. I've got a tie-dyed lab coat for you, Preston. Yeah. And I'm going to go, this is Presbo the Dead-O. Yeah. yeah. Okay. The Dead-O. The dead I love it. I'll be there. Wild horses couldn't drag me from there. Dude. All right. I'm going to thank our sponsors. Preston and Steve Show is brought to you today by Duncan. Preston and Steve Show runs on Duncan. Also brought to you by uh, Polar Seltzer, Just Water, Zillions of Tiny Bubbles and great taste, refreshingly natural polar seltzer. Uh, tomorrow's program, we will be broadcasting live for the I Bleed for Preston and Steve Blood Drive, as I said. Uh, and we will also have Pierre Robert broadcasting his show. He'll be at uh, uh, the Casino Philly, uh, Live Casino Philadelphia. And we're bouncing back and forth with the shows as far as broadcasts go. We're going to go visit him after yeah. we're off. And, and then uh, it'll be, it's a long run. We're looking to do a thousand uh, pints uh, plus. We'll see. It looks good. Yep. And we'll have a couple of guests on the program. Ken Jennings of uh, Jeopardy fame will be joining us. And David Rash. Uh, who is a member of the show Succession, yes. and he's been in a bunch of other things throughout the years, will be joining us, too. So that's it. We're done. Rage on. Have a great day, and we'll see you later, gang. Bye-bye. The United States Border Patrol has exciting and rewarding career opportunities with the nation's largest law enforcement organization. Border Patrol agents enjoy great pay, outstanding federal benefits, and up to $20,000 in recruitment incentives. If you are looking for a way to serve something greater than yourself, consider the United States Border Patrol. Learn more online at cbp.gov careers usbp. That's cbp.gov careers usbp.